Okay. He does the Thursdays usually religiously, though, doesn't he? Um, I mean, like, about as religiously as a lapsed Catholic. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, he does. I yeah. mean, fairly religious. So she still celebrates Christmas. He still <laughs> celebrates Christmas, but like he'll he'll kind of be like Passover seems like a bit much. Yeah. I don't know if I want to do Passover. Yeah, I'm not a f- I'm not much of a fish, seafood guy. You know. You know, uh, I I don't know how much of it is true, but I think we've actually talked about it here about how when McDonald's did their weekly or their daily deals. Okay. In Canada, at least I don't know how it was in the states. They had fillet of fishes on sales on on sale on Fridays. Uh. Every because Friday or because of Good Friday? Beca- well, because of Friday, they don't eat meat. No meat on Fridays for right. hard Catholics, right? Right, right, right. So they only eat fish. They go full pescatarian yeah, on, on the Friday. Uh, yeah. Now so it's the like old, uh, don't eat fish anywhere now because fish is gross. <laughs> well, fish is poison. You want, yeah. your, you want your mercury to go up? Yeah, Because right. fish is poison. Fucking and it's corn-fed, which is the least nutrient-efficient food source for animals in the history of the world. Yeah. <laughs> there's no, there's no pr- like, the protein content has gone down you and everything. You feed them sand, and they'd find a way to get healthier. <laughs> and then, then fucking corn. Yeah. They would absorb the nutrients that, like, generations upon generations of evolutionary, yeah, the s- the evolutionary depth yeah. has put into sand. Yeah, yeah, the sand, <laughs> the minerals in the sand, yeah. in ocean floor sand, or even... Fuck it. Pull it from, like, a beach in, in <laughs> middle Even Alberta. Fuck it. Beach <laughs> in Alberta. Yeah. <laughs> and it still has better nutrients out of the minerals you're getting oh in yeah. the sand than in corn. Fucking Himalayan pink salt has more nutrients in it. Yeah. And more it has more in it to sustain you as a human being than fucking corn. I keep meaning to buy that stuff. I know everyone's there's, – there's, there's a debate where it's, like, fad and, and good. Like, it's good for you, but you could yeah. also just buy a different kind of salt than table salt mm-hmm. for your food. But I don't know. I've heard lots of good things about the Himalayan stuff. I will. I will stand on that hill and wave that flag. You. You experienced that. Remember that. You. You have told us that story. The uh, in the Thailand there with the 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 drink. The, the no the salt drink. Thing yeah. I yeah. Mean. Yeah. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know what I'm talking about, I flipped my bike in Thailand, and um, went ass over tea kettle. I blew my like I had crazy road rash on my elbow. Like it was open. I could see something white. I don't know if it was bone or fat. I don't know. But I mean, I crazy glued that in my leg up. And um, I was a mess, and then we went for pizza on the other side of the airport in Chiang Mai, and this like an American place. And this dude comes out looking like Mr. Clean, and I mean like white belt, white pant, white tight shirt. And uh, he looks at my leg. He's like, "You're all wrapped up. What the fuck happened?" So I tell him. He's like, "Why don't you come with me in the back?" I'm like, well, this can only go well. <laughs> I could use, I could use a liver. <laughs> I could use your liver, and yes. since you're not using it, it looks like you're near death anyway. And I was like, "Well, this is gonna go splendidly." I mean, some random American who lives in, Tha- in Thailand is gonna. Take me to the back of some pizza place. And then he's got vials. Like, friggin' people would have vials if they were keeping heads or, yeah. or trophies from kills they had. But they were full of the pink, like, the actual hard rock mineral. Like, big chunks of it. Yeah. And um, he told me. It's like, it's a brine. You make a little brine out of it. You mix it with your water and you drink two tablespoons a day. And it was, like, really fucking salty. Yeah. And he goes, like, yeah, after, like, you know, a month or so, you'll, you'll feel a lot better. You'll feel good. Yeah. So I don't know how much of a placebo effect, but, like, I was fucked up. And I took that, and, like, less than two weeks later, I was fine. I walked – I actually, like, had that walk. Not walk-walk, but I went to India, and I walked for, for most yeah, of Yeah, right. With really no pain. Yeah. But by the end of the trip in India, which was about another three weeks after that, I was doing stairs with no real problem. Nice. So it was pretty good. Yeah, I want to get in that, or at least – that kind of thing, make brine out of it, yeah, and have it because I already do my my weird concoction that I make out of like honey and turmeric and apple cider vinegar, and which is really good for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Turmeric is incredibly good for yeah. you. Yeah, and then I do the honey and garlic thing. Yeah, where I let the garlic soak, it like marinates in honey for seven days, and then yep. you take it every day for a week, and then like you, you cycle it, mm-hmm. and that's just for an immune system thing. But I want to add things like that into my like my daily or my weekly. 
Oh yeah, man. You know, just like he's like, obviously, I'm not ill. I'm not gonna die. I'm not trying to fight a cold or anything. But to do that on a regular basis is just, I feel, it's gonna be that much better. Oh, it's crazy good for you. You know. Now, I mean, and those are things that are like they have real natural benefits for your yeah, system, yeah. for your immune system, for like promoting healing, for skin growth, like all sorts of weird shit. Yeah. Uh, my mom, she kind of got me out of this thing with uh, it's um, like basically oregano, turmeric, ginger, and garlic. Oh and yeah, that yeah, must be really potent. It's super potent, but it actually doesn't taste bad at all. Oh, okay. Like it, it actually tastes pretty good. And um, you boil down, you reduce down milk, and you put it in that and drink it. Huh? Yeah, and it's actually like it sounds really rough, but it's kind of like salty, garlicky hot chocolate. Yeah. It's actually very caramely in its taste. Oh okay. It doesn't taste bad at all. Oh, that's all right. And yeah, I mean, like y- if you're not feeling well, you take it. I mean, you take it like maybe once or twice a week anyway. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm a big ginger guy. I love yeah. just taking ginger with green tea. So. I hate ginger, but I will force myself to eat it because I yeah. know it's good for you. Like Crazy I actually, you. I just use the root and I ch- I, sh- I grade it into my food, like not food, sorry, my drink. Mm-hmm. So I'll just, it's raw ginger just straight yep. in there. So it's way more stronger than it needs to be, but whatever. I just, if it's most of the stuff that ends up tasting terrible is usually good for you. That's just it. It's like, like the Buckley's ad, right? Yeah. This, this is going to really suck. Yeah. It's going to be awful. But it works. But it works. Yeah. And, and you'll be feel tons better afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, man, I, I, I really like the idea of, like, homeopathy and um, all that Brendan Brazier stuff. Yeah, like Bren- the, uh, Brendan Brazier. Yeah, he's the guy who does, um, uh, fucking, what's that shit called? The, the the mix, the drink thing that I get. That Vega One. Oh, he's yeah. A, yeah, he's a big, like, Vega vegetarian, or uh, vegan guy. Yeah. And uh, his cookbook is that uh, that Thrive cookbook. Okay. Full of, like, crazy, g- I, I use a bunch of those recipes already, man. It's, like, just really basic, basic stuff. Right. Basic ingredients. They're all non um, non-animal byproduct. But with me, I add tons of animal byproduct in it. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I'm not looking for a vegan diet. No, no. I'm I, just looking for options. Yeah, and same here. I'm not gonna. I, I don't need to go vegan or vegetarian or anything like that. And I don't know if I brought this up already, but uh, recently, uh, f- I might have told you this, maybe not on recording, that a friend of mine might have to stop being vegetarian or vegan because of the fact that it's causing him to develop kidney stones. Oh wow. Or not kidney stones. Is it kidney stones or bladder stones? I well, they both can be like a calcium buildup or like That's a well whatever it is. Certain like things happen to your system. Yeah. If you're predisposed to it, yeah. Being apparently a vegetarian or vegan, if you're not getting the nutrients to combat it, oh no, which he doesn't know. Yeah. He just he just discovered it. He passed another one. He said he's had two in nine years. Never thought anything of it. Went to the doctor. They're like, you've got like ten of them. Oh wow. Yeah. You're in for a rough year, pal. Yeah, and they said, well, because you're not eating meat, that's a pretty big reason why. Unless you can find an alternative to some of the nutrients you get out of meat. Mm. So he's got to change something now, which sucks because he's very healthy. He's a freaking insanely oh, sure fit is, guy, yeah. and his, his diet is on point and all that stuff. So it's really just shitty luck. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that could be it, right? His, his system is predisposed to going through that shitty but luck. But heaven forbid if, if the people that want to say vegetarians and vegans suck find out that that's the thing, they, oh will, they will plaster that all over the internet. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, it's crazy how... Being a vegetarian causes kidney stones. <laughs> if you're a vegetarian, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Here's ten reasons why. Yeah. I'm BuzzFeed. <laughs> Number one, kidney stones. Want kidney stones? Like, you can also get kidney stones from being a drunk, you know? Like yeah, you know, how much do you drink? And smoking and drinking heavily, you know? And I he doesn't drink. <laughs> I, I drink, like, 14 glasses of milk a day. It's fucking great for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. But I mean, like, I piss chunky, but fucking whatever. <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing. Uh, you <laughs> know, he... And he's lactose, so, right? So he can't really do dairy or anything. But, yeah, no, it's funny. Man. It's funny, like... People would just eat that shit up. If that was an internet thing, they're like, you better know. The health administration, government, FDA would be like, don't be vegetarian. <laughs> you'll get kidney stones. Well, the internet, like, the internet ruins everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the internet ruins everything. Yeah. I mean, there are, like, like that whole, I was reading yesterday about, um, like, the internet fad shit. 
one one thing that came up was people talking about like the pox parties, chicken pox parties and shit. Oh, when you was don't I vaccinate your kids, but have chicken pox parties. Well, I think I I don't know if I had a say a chicken pox party, mm-hmm. but I got chicken pox, and when I was a kid, if one of the kids had it, the mm-hmm. parents were like, "Fuck, let's all hang out with their kids." Back in the and day, yeah. yeah, and then you just get them, mm-hmm. and then you get over it, and then you don't have to worry about it, and then you're good. Yeah. It's it's out of your system when you're yeah. little. You don't get the mumps when you're adult, and yeah. your balls don't you don't fall get off. shingles. Yeah, you don't, you don't and get that shingles. Will kill you or cause severe blindness if you get them on the fuck, face. Like shingles will mess you up, man. When you're older, yeah, they can kill you, man. What the fuck is that about? <laughs> well, what the fuck, man? Well, seriously. Well, like that's just it. Like shingles and the mumps and chicken pox and all that stuff that you get when you're a kid. It's like you gotta get that shit out of the way fast, yeah. man. You gotta get it out of the way really quick. I remember, I I do remember how bad uh, chicken pox was. Oh yeah. I do remember people telling me that you just have to go through it. Like they they said, like so I didn't know any better. I'm how like, old were you when it happened? Fuck, I don't know. I I'm sure I was less than ten years old. Yeah, I was. Like I think I was like seven. I I'm th- I might ask my mom now, mm-hmm. uh, but I do remember them saying like it's just you got it. It's just a kid thing. When kids yep. are kids, they get it. You know, like oh, it's rough, man. Yeah, it's not unavoidable. Uh, I was. I remember because where we lived in that in that era of time, I was about seven years old. Yeah. And um, I in my head, I think, or whatever, could have been like twenty five. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know, me too. I'm so, <laughs> well, like, I'm so lost. <laughs> I'm so lost. I remember time. living in Red Deer, and I wasn't even in kindergarten. Then. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, like, fuck. Oh, how? What do I know? Do, what do I really know? <laughs> yeah. Are we in a simulated universe? Seriously, man. But um, the I guy, one of my uncle's brothers, came to live with us for a little bit. I had to stay with us for a little bit, and so I gave was it to it him. Another one of your uncles. Um, no, it's like my aunt's husband's oh, okay. brother. Oh, In-law. Okay. Yeah, and yes, yeah, so it was like an in-law. Okay. And, um, but like, we're, we all grew up, like, so tight. Yeah. So for us, it was just like, well, whatever, he's yeah. his uncle, whatever. And, um, I gave it to him, and he was fucked up. <laughs> like, I mean, he was... <laughs> That's good. That's <laughs> I aggressive. I, I could be, see that, oh, though. Yeah. I was fine, like, after the, like, I went through it, and it sucked. Yeah. But then, like, I remember, like, looking at him on the couch afterwards, I'm like, oh, no, he is, he is severely <laughs> fucked up. He died. <laughs> he sure died. Oh, and how? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it was brutal. We didn't get to talk too much about it. Well, uh, first, first, in the ongoing saga um. of Everybody Rapes. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Aziz Ansari. Yeah, I heard about this. Yeah, so. it's yeah, but weird I heard it though, was, man. Yeah, but I heard it wasn't, like, I, this one came up actually during the big uproar. Yeah. But then it fell down and now it's being dug up again? Yeah, it's it's there's a bunch of shit that went on. Okay. And that was kind of like the weird thing. Well, actually, first we should talk about, like, before the big news was uh, Dolores O'Riordan passed away. Yeah, you know, we were talking about that at school today and my teacher God, funny. I love you. I love hearing you say that. <laughs> we were talking. Oh, you know what you're talking about at school today. I know, and I yes. so, I'm like, oh, I don't sound totally like an asshole, but I sound like I'm like, I was at school today. No, man, that no, sounds like an awesome. Like you're doing something awesome with your life. Yeah, and that's that's so cool. It was it was good, man. We yeah. we it came up right. It I came s- up in school. I saw the ad. I didn't read the updates, but my teacher read it on lunch, and she mentioned that it sounds like they found her in a hotel room. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the singer of of uh, the Cranberries, man. So yeah. whoever, if you're not old enough, the zombie song, zombie, yeah. you know, look zombie it up. Zombie linger dreams. Yeah, but uh, nobody. Sadly, yeah. under the age of thirty, is aware of like just think that. about that last scene in the first Mission Impossible. Yeah. I, I think right when Vin Rames and Tom Cruise and uh, the other guy there, they're all meeting at the ca- the coffee shop at the end. That's the song playing. It's one. Is of it? It's a cranberry song. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, but yeah, she. I don't know, man. That's fucked up. Forty six years old. That's really young. Like I'm assuming it's a drug thing. God, I hope not. I hope she just had some. I mean, she had some weird shit going on uh, with like uh, I guess like a divorce. I guess she'd been living part time in Toronto. Oh. Really liking it, and like she had a big breakup with her husband, and she was visiting her kids and going back and forth. They were gonna start recording again. Oh wow! Yeah, like so things were going well. I, well, you know what? No, she just decided it's time to go back to the home planet. The home just planet, like, just like the rest of them. Uh, that's what it is, man. Or so that's uh, Prince. Yeah. Bowie. Uh, the zombie. Yeah. <laughs> I just Dolores. I, I, Dolores. Is that Dolores or Yeah. Um. Uh. Lemmy died. 
Fucking Lemmy. Lemmy died uh, like a week after he was told he had terminal cancer. I like, think Lemmy is just like, fuck it. No, he was. I guarantee go. it. He, they told him, and it was right around Christmas or New Year's, and mm-hmm. then he's like, he died like a week later from it, but it was like, you have a day to live. And then That's he lived, rough, man. And then he lived six more days. Six more days <laughs> just, of just hard Lemmy party. You. Yeah. Yeah. Are so you can't tell Lemmy what to do. Yeah. I'll die when I want to die. <laughs> I'll die Give when me I some d- more acid. <laughs> I've got a great story of Lemmy. Uh, back when we were at Reds, I got a phone call from a guy who used to work with us. He's like, uh, I'm going to be late. I'm like, well, whatever. Fuck it. He's like, hang on. What? What? Hold on. What? Okay, hold on. He wants to talk to you. And then he hands the phone over. He's like, hello. <laughs> I'm like, oh, 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 what? He's like, this is Lemmy. Nice. I'm supposed to be playing tonight, and I've got your man. <laughs> I'm like, this is fucking stupid. Yeah, that's the worst Lemmy impression I've yeah, ever heard. Yeah. But he was he was hanging out front. The the fellow was going to come into work today. And he's probably about like 6'2". I think you know who he is. Um, I don't know if he wants to be talked about on the air. But he's probably about six foot, maybe 6'1", six 6'2". Six okay. He's a bigger dude. With the time, I had like super long hair and handlebar mustache. Nice. Nicest guy. But he's outside standing with like a lunch kit that was like an old like like fucking toolbox. Yeah. Like he's that kind of dude. Yeah. Lemmy drove up to the front and saw him. He's like, do you know where all the best strip clubs are? <laughs> he's like, I think I know a few. Yeah. You're fucking Lemmy, right? And he's like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and they went out into town for a little bit. Oh, nice. And then when they came back, he's like, holy shit, man. I was in a strip club with fucking Lemmy. Oh, that's awesome. Like, that's like the coolest thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, awesome dude, man. Like, actually, like, a fairly likable guy. B- besides all the Nazi memorabilia. Like, Why? Really and nice that's guy. the thing. He just collected it. He just liked World War II shit. Yeah. I he, mean, it was a cool look. Yeah, he a lot didn't of people, care. A lot of people called him out on it, and he's like, what? I just like this stuff. It's uh, yeah. I, I, it's cool. He wasn't wearing Nazi shit on nah. stage, and he just collected it. And he had no history of ever being, like, racist to anybody. No. Yeah. No, he's just uh, an old man. Just, a, just an old man who liked cool shit. Yeah. Man. Yeah, but in the uh, the Aziz Ansari thing was weird. Like it came up like a bunch of stuff came up today with um is it Barry Weiss? She was talking about it on the on the New York Times. Okay. I guess they interviewed her. Is she a reporter or is she actress? Uh, no, she's a reporter. Okay. She works for the Times and she had I think she's the one who wrote a little while ago or did an interview on like Morning Joe about how there's like a uh, there's gonna be a pushback. That you have to have um You've got to have due process and not mob rule mm-hmm. when you're doing this kind of shit. Yeah, and then Matt Damon got eaten alive for saying that. For saying the same thing. Yeah. I mean, he got destroyed for saying it. It's like, there are guys out there not raping anybody, and they're like, fucking Matt Damon, everybody rapes. Yeah. Don't you know? Well, th- is this woman you're talking about, is she an older woman? No, she's fairly young. Because there's an older woman that's bringing this up, too. I Catherine Deneuve? Is that? Yeah, that sounds um, right. She's a, fr- she's a famous French actress. Okay, that sounds right. And she joined, like, a hundred, or she's part of, like, the hundred French women who wrote, like, an open letter. Oh. Saying it's like, look. Here's the deal. We get it's happening. It really fucking sucks, and it's awful, and we're behind you. But don't forget that there are women out there, especially these French actresses who wrote their shit, saying that um, we we don't like being objectified. Yeah. But at the same time, we're powerful. We're sexy. We like being looked at yeah. by men. Yeah, and we control our own destiny. Yeah. Like Essentially is what she that's said. That's how it should be. Yeah. You know? Like, you should know that, well, there might be some creeps out there. Well, just let's make sure we can, we can corral them and, mm-hmm. and contain them. Let everyone else enjoy the good time, you know? <laughs> Let the good times roll, baby. man. Like yeah, it's fucked up. But I think, like, that's going to be the... Like I've always said, I do like that there is a new baseline. Yeah, me too. That there is a new baseline saying that, yeah, you're creepy as fuck and we don't want you around. Yeah. And it's going to get rid of all those really aggressively creepy motherfuckers. Yeah. But at the same time, there are people out there who are just like, I just want to go on normal old dates like I used to. Yeah. And, like, you know, I don't want to ask you to come back to my apartment and then you tell me, like, my kitchen... And then, like, next thing you know, I'm trying to make out with you. And then you tell me I'm a creepy fucking pig. Yeah. And then you text me the next morning saying that you were uncomfortable and I'm a piece of shit. Yeah. So that's what Barry White said. That's what happened to Aziz Ansari. Oh. That's essentially what happened It was a really awkward date. It was an incredibly awkward date. Um, According to Barry White, the way she's kind of, like, saying it is, like, Aziz Ansari's not a mind reader. 
you know, you went back to his house with him after going out on a date, and then he tried to, like, engage in a sexual act, either yep. trying to kiss you first, and then he said it was, she said it was really awkward, like, he was, he was essentially playing his character from Master well, of None. Because he probably is an awkward he, loser. He's an awkward <laughs> fucking loser. And I don't mean to be mean to him, he's an awkward loser. Yeah, I mean, like, look at Tom Pavelford, man, like, he's an awkward little man. Who is that? His character from Parks and Rec. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> he's an awkward little man, yeah. right? I think that's, he's a character actor. Yeah. <laughs> he's playing himself. Yeah. And um, it w- it just went bad. And then he texted her the next day saying, like, I, I thought we were having an, an okay time. Like, I'm, I'm sorry if that was weird. Like, yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. And she's like, you think that was weird? That was really fucking weird. That was really weird. I'm going to paraphrase. She's like, that was really weird. You clearly can't understand nonverbal cues. So, which essentially is like you wanted him to read your mind. Yeah. And like then, le- like, you stayed afterwards. You were hanging around for a little bit afterwards watching Seinfeld, and you pretty much told him to go suck a dick, and then you left. Oh. It was a very strange, like, the whole yeah. thing, like, the from, from the way I've been reading that's about just, it, it seems really... shitty date. You guys had a really fucking shitty date. Yeah. Both yeah. of you did. Yeah, you sure both he did. wasn't like, nailed it. <laughs> He's like, man, what the no. fuck happened to me? Like, I don't think that was a guy trying to use his power to get you. No. I think that's a guy who went on a really fucking <laughs> awkward, bad date. You got, they weren't watching Seinfeld for an hour, and then he just came out from another room with his dick out <laughs> and tried to hit her in the face with it. Exactly. So... <laughs> hey, if I smack you in the face, my dick. My dick's out. In that, in that Aziz yeah. Ansari's way. Oopsie. Yeah, oops, my dick's out. <laughs> my dick's out. Yeah, because, well, uh. like, man, do you know how many times I've been, I've gone on a date or I've been hanging out with a girl and I am so unsure about making a move because I don't want to make, to come off too aggressive. And this is way before any of this shit. Yeah, man. This Story is me, my fucking dating this, life. Yeah, this is me missing the, missing the boat, like, yeah. constantly because I'm like, oh, I don't know, should I try kissing her? Maybe I shouldn't try kissing her. And then it's always after the fact, it's like. Why didn't you try to make a move? Like, we were hanging out. We were yeah. hanging out for a long time. You didn't try anything. I'm like, man, I never know, and I don't want to do that yep. and risk it. And nowadays, mm-hmm. that's even worse. Uh, yeah, man. Now I don't know what the fuck to do. Did not want to be a rapist then. Yeah. Now, terrified that I'm already a rapist. Yeah. <laughs> terrified that they're already potentially thinking I'm a rapist. Or oh, man. Or they get mad at you because you didn't make a move. I think uh, that happened to us a lot, I think. Uh, uh, from my perspective, I don't know about yours, but it's the same way. But working in a bar, and, like, there is that weird fucking real-life trope of sex and violence. Yeah. That we're doormen in a bar, and you would do something, and then next thing you know, you're like, that guy in the bar was dragging guys around. Yeah. And then they come on to you. Women will come on to you. And for me, that was always, like, easier. So I'm like, oh, well, your job, you're yeah. doing all the work for me. Yeah. It, and it, that it would turn into something. Yeah, that's the, that's the standard bar bullshit where as soon as you put on a security shirt, you're a sex symbol. And, I'm not yeah. and it's not, it's literally like you don't even have to be that good looking. I True, learned man. that my first year of bouncing. Yeah. That, that it was like girls I couldn't pick up mm-hmm. as a single guy in the bar, I could now pick up wearing a security shirt at the same bar. Exactly. So and that was that was that was like the majority of my escapades as yeah. a young as a young bouncer. It really actually s- like it, it pissed me off and I was like I don't really know how to I didn't I th- I didn't know how to utilize that. Yeah. At the time, and and sometimes I could, and sometimes I couldn't, but it was mostly just like, is this how stupid it is? You know, like yeah, there, there is that feeling. Yeah, like really, like, there's got to be twenty-three. A, yeah, it's got to be an easier way, I guess. Yeah. like uh, what the fuck, man? Yeah. Really? Yeah, it is strange how that works out. Yeah, and it's just like as as a guy, I, I think that really broke the way afterwards. Like when I when I stopped being a fucking you know like Rory McHorson mm-hmm. in the bar doing that shit, it kind of broke the perspective of how I was to where I wasn't I wasn't even trying. Yeah, I wasn't going out on a lot of dates afterwards. I was like, I, I don't. Like, I, I don't even think I remember how to pick somebody up. Yeah, and I don't I don't really go on dates. I don't like going on dates. As I get older, it makes it less light, less interesting. I just can't be bothered. Um, yeah. And then in the bar, it makes it even – like, I find that just being in a bar makes me want to talk to women less. Not that it's the women's fault. I just mm-hmm. mean, like, I'm just not interested in people. In a I'm bar. In, yeah. Yeah. And then outside of a bar, I just can't be bothered. But yeah, I, just, I, th- I think it's just work, working in the industry just kind of kills your drive to, like – 
socialize with Absolutely. people slowly. Like it t- it takes a while, but well, you start to really not like the people who are gonna come in. Yeah, I mean, for me, that's what it was. A lot of it was like if I was in a place I knew it was gonna be a fun, a fun, happy-go-lucky place. Yeah. Or it was a night when we were at say Reds or any other bar. We're gonna have like a good show. Yeah. Good concert. You feel really good about the vibe. Yeah, the energy's different. The energy's different, You're and more those guys are like, and yeah. talking to girls and yeah. Exactly. And then like 99% of the time though, you're just working a regular fucking night yeah. with shitty fucking people. Yeah, like yeah. I, yeah. Uh, this weekend's a perfect example. Friday, Friday was just like full of Uggs and weirdos and strange <laughs> people. <laughs> Uggs and weirdos. <laughs> That's On the both bar. sides, man, guys and girls. I'm That's not, the bar. Yeah. Not just because I'm a guy, I'm saying Uggs. It's no, all both around. Both sides had Uggs. Are like you like just calling out people who are like, yeah, I don't know, Dan. Like you're just objectifying ugliness. Yeah. I'm I'm better looking than a lot of people that are in that bar. <laughs> there were some night. ugly fucking people yeah. around. <laughs> and then Saturday, it was just smoke shows, man. Just a bar full of hot women and and good looking guys. Y- yeah, some. I mean, <laughs> but um, but it, but more like more like the ratio was that much higher. Yeah. There was there was a buttload of women out, and mm-hmm. you're not like fuck. Can't wait to smash one of these bitches. You're just like you like talking to all of them. Yep. The energy's different. You're more casual. You're more patient. You're more like in involved. It's like, I know people automatically jump to that whole thing. It's like, well, you can't just, like, call somebody ugly. I'm like, no, but there's a vibe, too. Yep. Like, ugly is not just a physical thing. No, it's Ug- like it's a like personality. If you're, yeah, if your personality is shit, too. Like I, I have a story from Friday that I don't even know if I... I want to share it, but I don't know if you want me to share it, because it's gross. Oh, I don't give a shit. It's really gross. <laughs> it's the barely safe for work podcast, and Not it the safe for work yeah, podcast. Yeah, it's not, it's not sexual. It's just <laughs> gross. Like, it's not like, I don't know. I, I want to tell people about Fire it. Fire it up. Okay. <laughs> so the reason Friday, well, the main reason Friday was so bad is because we had this woman in the bar who uh, had turned 30 recently. It was her birthday, so she decided to go out and party. She was pretty trashy, kind of like Edmonton North Side, like trash looking. Anybody that loves from Edmonton knows what I'm talking about. We know it's what you mean. It's hypocrisy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we discovered that uh, for some reason she was uh, near the near the, the sound booth um, in the bar massaging her one boob and someone's like i don't know why she keeps pulling it out and rubbing it because it's sore well that's awful right so one of the the head door guy goes over and asks her if everything's okay like what's wrong she said well she's lactating right so oh. they're getting they're, they hurt he's like okay well i can take you somewhere to deal with that and she's like no i don't care whatever and then just pulls her shirt back up and goes to the bar and gets a drink and we found out afterwards that she had been getting men to suck the milk out oh no she'd been asking them and they Brutal. were doing it. See, they, they weren't asking. She was asking them if they do it. And these were 60-plus-year-old men. This one's 30, and these the men that were doing it were over 60. We kicked out two of them shortly well, after this. Yeah. So we found that out. So then no, nothing happened of it. Then I, 20 minutes later, I see her talking to another door guy, dealing with the same problem again, rubbing mm-hmm. her boob, doing the same thing. And then one of the old men came over to talk to her, and he was basically being like, oh, no, I, I'm taking care I, of her. I will take care She's of her. She's good. This. So he was, like, infatuated with this woman now because he had sucked milk out of her tit. Wow. And then she – so the head door guy deals with it again, and he said, look, I'll take you somewhere privately for this if yeah. you want. And the, he had to tell one of these old men to back away. Like, get out of here. Yeah. You're, you're fucking disgusting. <laughs> get away from but her. But by now, it's commonly known what's going on here. Like, everybody knows. All the door guys know. Yeah. Um, not everyone in the bar does, but we're yeah. dealing with But this. the door guys all yes. know. Um, she says, no, I got to get rid of it right now. And she just starts squeezing it down onto the floor. Whoa. <laughs> so what the fuck? So he rushes her to the back and puts her in front of a garbage can, and she does it into a garbage can. And he says, you need to go home. You need to pump or something like yep. that because, you know, like, you shouldn't be doing this here. No, I can do whatever I want. Um, you know, whatever. He's like, you have a baby at home. He's trying to rationalize it first. Yeah. It's 11 weeks old. It'll be fine. But not to mention, like, she's drunk. She's drunk at a bar with an 11-week-old at home. Yeah, she's tainted all of her fucking Yeah, so n- well not only she can't feed it, but, like, why are you at a bar and your baby's 11 weeks old? Brutal. So 
he gets, lets her deal with it, lets her go the rest of her night. Like, he's being tolerant of her. He's letting her stay in the bar. I just want to, like, I want to mention, I didn't mean to skim over it, but that's fucking brutal. It's an 11-week-old. Baby. At home. Yeah, with and maybe. you're drunk in a bar. Yeah. For her 30th birthday. Fucking weird, man. So, so as the night progresses, uh, she's sitting at a table now, and it continues to get worse, mm. and then she wants to dump again. And all of the men that have been drinking from her boob were now circling her and arguing over who was going to take <laughs> care of her. <laughs> there, was, there was like three of them, and they were all over 50, some over 60. And so the one guy was way too drunk, and then he was like high or something. We wonder if like the milk, we were like joking that the milk was like <laughs> fucking them up. <laughs> So, because there might have been booze in it too. Bad, what there's, there's booze in it. Well, what if there's booze in it? Well, I mean, you are you become a production. There is booze in it. Yeah, yeah, there is booze in it. You become like a production facility. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the, the one guy that we're like dealing with that's that's just being retarded. Uh, his friend walks up. He's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Why is he getting kicked out? What's happening?" He's like, "Man, this guy's wasted, and he was fucking yeah. <laughs> milk out of this woman's tit." And the guy <laughs> immediately goes, "What the hell is wrong with you? Let's go! You're disgusting!" Like he loses it on this guy. Oh, and, wow. and he's like, "I'm fine. It's fine." Like they're all fine with it. And wow. we had to kick out the other two old guys because they were, like, infatuated with this chick. And then, uh, you know, eventually her friend took her home for us. <laughs> oh, holy shit. But, like, I've never experienced that in a bar ever in my life that a woman would – and, like, I've I've seen pregnant women at bars that had to, like, pump and dump, yep. which is, like, get rid of excess milk. But they're not there drinking. They're there for someone's birthday, and they've already pumped, and they're just – that's that has it. yeah that is not an unusual thing no in the real world yeah. this happens the pump and dump thing is un- not unusual it's going to a bar when you are still producing a f load of milk yeah like your baby or an 11 week old baby yeah your baby's not even six months old so you are going to be producing a lot of milk wow and you are already getting drunk that is crazy crazy that is man i've i've been in the bars a long fucking time and i've seen a lot of gross shit yeah but that might be the worst thing i've ever heard i've never heard of it uh, the head door guy had never heard of it. Yep. Uh, nobody had ever experienced that at a bar. The only other time I knew about it is because the previous head door guy from many years ago, mm-hmm. there was a woman that was that came there that was lactating, and he just wanted to see it. He said, <laughs> "He's like, could I see it?" And yeah, she's I'm like, really fucking curious. Yeah, and she's like, "Yeah, sure." Like he she showed him, but it came out too fast and hit him in the face. <laughs> and he was like, "He's like, I don't know if I'm aroused or freaked out right now." <laughs> oh my god! But that's the only other time, and that she wasn't doing this this situation. But you should have seen the guys, these old men surrounding her. They were, like, creepily, like, they had to, like, be with her. And, like, wow. they were, like, who the hell wants that? They're, that, man, that is so weird. Like, these, that is, is it so an old weird. guy thing, you think? Like, I mean, I don't think it's, I think it's, a like, a weirdo thing. I mean, well, there were a lot of old guys. there were so right? many, there were so many so weirdos in guy. one area. Yeah. Three weirdos. That is, that is, like, a perfect storm of fucking weird, man. Did she go on, like, a creepy single site and say, I'm going to be out on the rocks giving away milk to who the knows, lactating right? fetish dude? Man, you know, that would make more sense. That <sighs> would make more sense if she made an open call on a site to say, come suck on my tits out on the rocks because I'm yeah. lactating. Then the randomness of this. It, it is just so bizarrely random. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. like, dude, like, I mean, not to not to be like, oh, I've seen a lot of shit. I've, I've like, I've literally well, you've seen far more shit than I have. Yeah, I've industry. literally pulled a body out of a dumpster before. Yeah. But in this in the scenario, like it was downtown next right. to a casino. Yeah. And it was a homeless guy. Yes. That all, like, there, there's, like, a Markov chain that makes sense there. Yes, everything lines up. Yeah, this, to this the finale. is so weird. You, the apex of the situation calculates to the uh, to the beginning of the situation. Yes. <laughs> Whereas <laughs> not, this not is just, like... This progressively got weirder with no rational explanation. Yeah, even in a bar, that's just weird. Yeah. That is just, that is really, that is, that is so weird. Yeah, made me laugh, though, to tell you that much. 
Yeah. I mean, like, situationally, I was just, it was like, man, this this is too funny. Like, they, I couldn't get mad at it. It's, I was it's one of those things, right? Like, there are things that happened. And I, I was actually talking to my uncle about this. A different different uncle. I have many uncles. <laughs> but uh, I was actually talking to my uncle about this. Uh, he's, he's like a, I mean, he's been like an English lit guy. He's, he's a ri- he writes. Okay. He's a writer. So he's a fairly creative dude. And we were talking about how certain things that happen in your life <coughs> or in a, in a situation you're a part of are so bizarre. And the, the actions of one person are so strange that you find, like, for weeks you're just talking about it. Uh-huh. You're just like, I, I don't know why. And it's because you, you can't rationalize it. No. It's like we're always – we always make a joke about, like, addiction or alcoholism or whatnot. And uh, not a joke, but we talk about how, like, we can't understand it because we're not addicts. We're, we're lighthearted about certain darker situations. Yeah, darker situations. It's perfectly natural and normal for humans. That's a normal thing to do. But, like, you kind of talk about it and you try, to, you try to rationalize, like, why somebody would act the way they act mm-hmm. because we don't have that, like, predilection. Or we, we're not alcoholics. We're not yeah. drug addicts. So we don't know how it works. But then some bizarre shit like this happens yeah. where, like, a chick is lactating in a bar. And, and squeezing it on the floor. And letting dudes suck it out of her titty to relieve the pressure <laughs> because she can't take it. <laughs> it's just like y- your brain doesn't know how to Rubik's Cube that thing where all sides are the same color. It's like, it's, it's like yeah. I can't, I yeah, can't yeah. fit that in my head. Yeah, that's uh, like the first thing I thought is I think it's not okay in case of, like, germs and disease and stuff. Awful. For both of them. And, and the baby. P- well, no, but let's say, let's let's put the baby aside and say the baby already has milk. Let's okay. Let's let's hope to God that this baby is already well taken. Let's care say it's of. a formula baby. Yeah. Let's go to the bar where these complete strangers are uh, interacting and mm-hmm. exchanging bodily fluids. Yes. And is my understanding that most diseases uh, of the STD and STI and regular mm-hmm. and infections and and viruses are spread. Through bodily fluids. Yes. Effectively spread through bodily fluids. Effectively spread through bodily fluids. I can't quote the exact percentage, but I'm sure it's high. Yeah. So (laughs) I think it's somewhere in the 90s. So I would like to. (laughs) Yeah. High high 80s, low 90s, maybe. (laughs) So I want to know what that woman may or may not have in her body that these men have now contracted or that or that just have ingested. Or just like transferred to each other. Yeah. Or. Yeah. And maybe this. Yeah. The saliva. Like what if she fed her baby and didn't wash her boob off you know i'm just saying I, i'm saying like call me crazy yeah what, what that's just it what if she's just like she's so drunk and so dumb and probably comes from like a dumb drunk family and goes home and's like i gotta feed my baby gotta, and that baby's got the herp now yeah because like one of these guys has got like something yeah like you would imagine a dude <laughs> a random like 50 plus and they were the the the, the gamut of like the men's they went from like a weird-looking, short, fat old biker, <laughs> all the way up to like a very well-groomed, clean-cut older gentleman that probably has a nice job yeah. in some office building downtown. He's a legal analyst. Yeah, <laughs> they, they they ran Not the a gamut. Lawyer. Yeah, ran the gamut. <laughs> oh wow, that is so messed up. So I don't know what to think. You know? Holy I shit! Now, mind you, Luke. I'm so glad you shared that story. Yeah. And me too. <laughs> and, you know, to be honest, Luke summed it up best after the situation was over. He's like, to try and rationalize this is like yelling at clouds for being clouds. Yes. No, that, that's not absolutely true. You can't get mad at clouds, man. You can't get you mad can't, at clouds. You can't rationalize the irrational. Yeah, it is it is so weird. It's like it, that. that is probably the most accurate way to, to put that. Yeah. It's like yelling at clouds for being clouds. Yeah. Why are you clouds? Yeah. Like I know that's a cloud. Like you can't you can't try to get these people to rationalize what they're doing when they can't even do it themselves. Yeah, man. Like he, she didn't even listen. She, she willingly, or we were willing to accommodate her issue yep. in a private office. Yeah. With uh, whatever she needed. Whatever you and need. Facilities, cleaning supplies, whatever. Yeah. And she just wanted to get back to drinking. She just wanted it to stop so she could go back to drinking. Wow. And was mad at us for offering. 
So that, that's the that's the fuck you right there. Yeah. How dare you try to how dare you try to accommodate me? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. How dare you try to accommodate? Me? We're like, okay, this is not rational. All right, I guess have a have a good day. Have a good day. We'll man. just try to keep these weird old men from sucking on your titties, even man. though you're allowing them. But we can't. We can't. <laughs> I wish I would have seen just. I didn't see one of them do it, but women. There were women that saw it there too. That's yeah. again why I knew it was happening. Is they pulled me away. I'm like, you need to kick that girl out of here. Yeah. <laughs> like, why? She's like, she's like guys suck on her titties, <laughs> and, and she's lactating. That is fucked up. Yeah. That is so fucked up. Yeah, I mean, like, I, it's, I can understand why in that situation you don't just give her the boot right away. Like, yeah, I, you I can don't get have it. To. You, you don't. You don't. I mean, you can. You can let her do something. But like, yeah, it's not your place to say, "Go take care of your baby." But, I mean, you shouldn't yeah. have to. That, that's just it. But also, all you gotta do is like slap her wrist for letting guys suck her titty. Yeah, it's the titty, <laughs> it's the titty sucking. <laughs> it's the titty issue. sucking. It's the, people, it's the groups that we're trying to deal with in the bar that don't want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just God. That is. So we didn't bizarre. even kick those guys out for sucking on her titty. <laughs> we just told them to stop. <laughs> you know why? Because like. It's such a fucked up thing to try to rationalize. Yeah, we had so it's like you're you're just you're in this weird you're in the negative zone. Yeah. of what to do. Yeah, we just kicked them out for fighting for each other, fighting each other yeah. over it, not for doing it. You looked for an excuse to get rid of them. That's like not titty oriented. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh wow, so that anyway, is so yeah. weird. So that was a f- that was a part of my weekend. <laughs> so you know that happened. Yeah. That uh, that's gonna give you another month or so of things to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh new. man, that is so weird. Because yeah, like. That's one of those. That is that is the strangest thing I've ever heard. I mean, I was I had a comment there about like, oh, you know, the the, the thing to do with that is just fucking shake your head. Yeah, <laughs> just you know, that's just it. Yeah, the thing to do is just shake your head. You can kind of laugh a little because you're like, this is a situation in a real life. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm seeing more and more in this place every day. Yeah. That's that's the world we live in now. Yeah. I'm not playing a video game as far as I know. Man. Yeah. Uh, as far as I know, I'm not a character in a video game because yeah. I just saw that. Yeah. And they don't even do that shit in GTA. No. So, I mean, I'm and they would. They, <laughs> and they, they, and they would. If anybody would. If they thought of it, I guarantee you they would like, now we should have that as Man, a character. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to write a letter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, up until now, I would say, like, some of the weirdest shit that I've seen are not even close. Like, I, I've seen weird things happen in, like, a series of events mm-hmm. where I saw a guy ask for Coke for his wife and the bartender. And then there was a random point from the bartender because he didn't know what to do. Like, he tried to pour them a cup of, like, a glass of Coke. Then he pointed to a random guy in the bar after he realized the guy wanted cocaine. Yeah. It turns out the guy was a drug dealer. Uh, All right. <laughs> and that guy stole a phone to come back to this guy so he could, like, communicate with him. Oh, okay. So, right. uh, well, the way it happened, we, we had this couple come in, older couple. They come to the bar. They're playing some pool. It's a, it's a pool hall. Yeah. And then they go up to the bartender and ask him if he can get some Coke for his wife. And he's asking him in a really weird way. Yeah. So the bartender's like, oh, yeah, for sure. And he goes and he pours him a Coke. And then he takes the Coke and puts it on the table. And the guy's getting, he gives him that, like, nose pinch head shake. Like, no, man. Yeah. I'd like to get some cocaine for my wife. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, oh, I don't have cocaine, but um, that guy. And he yeah. just, like, randomly points to a dude who looks shady. Oh, and um, turns out that guy does have cocaine. Oh, he's a drug dealer. Right. So this guy walks up to him. He looks at he looks at back to the bartender. He's like, "That guy just told you I have co- I have coke. I don't know what he is, but fuck yeah, I, hold on." Yeah. So now the drug dealer, he walks around the, the pool hall. He just grabs like steals a random phone from the table. This is back in the days of like flip phones, Motorola. Right, and right, shit. right. And he comes back and he's dialed his number to this phone, and he hands it to the buyer. The buyer's like, "Yeah, cool. And it's fifteen minutes. Meet me downstairs. I will uh, I will have your cocaine." Yeah. So now he's got the phone and he's waiting downstairs and somebody else has come to our guys and said, hey, I can't find my phone. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, it's probably somewhere in the building. Like, have you tried calling it? Like, just ring your phone, walk around. Maybe it's downstairs, the front door, lost and found, all that shit, right? Yeah. So now a phone dude goes downstairs with his buddy's phone. He's, like, dialing. And he's looking for his phone. And now the other guy who's buying the Coke is out front. 
And this guy's like dialing his co- dialing his phone to look for where it is. He comes outside and the phone rings in the guy's hand. He's like, "Hey, that's that's my phone." Yeah. And the buyer's like, "Hold on a second, I'm getting a call. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk to you in a minute about your phone." Yeah. Wait a second. He picks up and the guy's like, "No, I'm I'm on the fucking phone with yeah, you right yeah. now. You've got my phone." Meanwhile, a car pulls up. The guy, the the drug dealer, yeah, the, the drugs, and he sees the buyer get beat up by the guy out front because like he's yeah. stolen his phone. Yeah. Like weird shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah, like an episode of Seinfeld or something. Yeah, like an episode <laughs> but of Seinfeld. About Coke. But it was weird because we got to actually witness the entire thing happen because we had a couple cameras, so nice. we pieced a few, pieced few of the pieces together that night. And, and it had no sound, so it was really funnier because when there's no sound on videos, it's interaction <laughs> is great. Yeah, because you're making up the words in your head, right? But like, I've seen weird shit like that. Yeah. But that is that is like up there for weird before. And that also still is something where you're like, oh yeah, I could see that happening in a park. Yeah, I could see how you that know, would a dr- happen. A bad drug deal. Just a weird yep. series of events, but nothing unusual yep. because drug dealers used to hang out in bars back then. That yep. was like the height of Fort Mac. So, the, and the bar we were in oh, yeah. was like, it was full of guys like that. Yep. Like, we had tons of guys who were either doing Coke or had Coke or could get you Coke. Yeah. So, it wasn't <laughs> unusual that it happened the way it did. Yeah. But what wasn't usual was the random point that started the whole thing. And yeah. then the bartender afterwards, like, I think I just made a drug deal and I don't know how yeah. to fix this. He's like, you know what? I'm sure there's 10 guys in here I could point to that would be able to get them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you were, sh- you were shooting fish in a barrel. Yeah. But, <laughs> but titties in a bar. Man, that is that is messed even titties up. in a bar is normal. Even getting flashed titties in a bar is more normal than like that's a weekend like thing. Old man sucking on like yep. black beef. That's <laughs> <laughs> old man. <laughs> you, you just became old guy in a porch. You became corner gas porch guy. Yeah. Uh, damn old man just sitting in the bar sucking on titties. Who goes to a bar sucking on titties? Who goes to a bar sucking? On I mean, like you gonna go suck on some titties? Suck on titties ain't like me. Yeah, privacy um, your own home. Damn privacy it. your own home. Not getting no fucking herpes from some guy who has been previously sucking on the previously titties. sucking on other titties. <laughs> other titties. Not washing his mouth. Watch his mouth and shit. That's some Aziz Ansari shit. That's what that is. Yeah. Well. That's some fucking dirty Aziz Ansari <laughs> shit. Oh, man. Hey, uh, so did you hear about Hawaii getting the ballistic missiles fucking coming at them? And the alert? What? Yeah, you didn't hear about this no. thing? So uh didn't happen. But Hawaii Hawaii was hanging out being Hawaii. Yeah, being awesome. Just being awesome. Because, like, as far as the U.S. goes, Hawaii's pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, next thing you know, like, everybody's cell phone is, like, ballistic missile threat incoming to Hawaii. This is not a drill. Like oh, ballistic missile so incoming. So, so how did somebody get just like hit the wrong button? Was it like a media l- uh, update? Yeah. So they have like this, the same way we get the emergency service alerts. Oh, okay. That yeah. this is this is just a drill. Everybody chill. But this is what it sounds like when it's real. So it was one of those things. But they hit the wrong template. Like they have templates for like the real one and when it's a test. And instead of hitting that this is a test, somebody hit the real one by accident. And oh just my like God. for forty minutes, man, like Hawaii was a lockdown. Like people were praying to whatever god they prayed to. They were calling their family members, telling them they love them, but, like, this is the end. Like, one guy's with his, with his kid, and he's like, my daughter asked me, like, what's going on? Are we going to war? And he's like, yes, and we're going to die. Like, oh. these are these are conversations that were happening. Jesus Christ, man. Like, I just, you know, and the, the thing that makes, that makes me uncomfortable is that um, the conspiracy side of me is like, what if they just did that just to test out the fucking thing? Because they're like, well, half of the time when these, like, quote-unquote false flag attacks happened they were during during training mm-hmm. exercises anyway oh yeah and then the real thing happened and they're like oh we were just practicing but then it happened oh my god <laughs> oh so my like god oh my god i hope that doesn't mean in a week from now someone actually does launch a missile at freaking and Hawaii. it was one of those like weird things where like i don't want to be that guy my brain went there too yeah like what if they did it to see what would actually happen i don't want to be that guy either but yeah like but their credibility is in is in like jeopardy now that, that's today's news like, like is our credibility shot like u.s well, no, the the actual alert system. The company or whoever's in charge of it. Well, it's Hawaii's in charge of it. Yeah, it's their it's their own. It's a it's a government body oh, in Hawaii. It's isolated to Hawaii. Like, yeah. Okay, it's not like the U.S. whatever system of emergency. No, no, this is Hawaii's own system. Oh, okay. But their fear is that like we've kind of done like this false alert, 
and it's um put everyone know, on edge, man. They put everybody on edge, and now what is the likelihood of people not taking it seriously when it happens again? When they really have yeah, to. Yeah, you made a mistake emergency. That's and again, that's the worst and, part. And like a North Korea nuclear ballistic missile one. An ICBM from North Korea that's gonna wipe out the island. Cry wolf, man. Yeah, the we're in the worst way. Yeah. Cry space wolf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Cry <laughs> nuclear destruction wolf. Yeah. yeah. God damn. That is brutal. Man, so I was gonna move to Hawaii, now I can't. Yeah, I mean like that's just it, right? Like I always think to myself, like, worst comes to worst. If I ever want to go to the States but not go to the States, it's Hawaii. Or you just move there and then you're like, Well, you know, I'd probably rather die from the impact than the, than fallout. Yeah, I mean that's that's <laughs> really it would get you quick. Yeah, it you want to be around after the missiles drop and then the war that goes on, yeah. or do you want to just die from the first drop? Well, from everything I learned from video games, I think I do okay. <laughs> in oh yeah, the fallout war. I think I do all right to an extent. Yeah, to I, an extent. Yeah. I mean, I w- I would have my shovel. Yeah, and that would be my best friend because everybody needs a good shovel. Yeah, I agree. I think I would do okay, but that combat shotgun. I don't. I do not have a combat shotgun. You make one. I well, you never know. I mean, I've, I've got those tools now. Yeah, I've got I've got the idea of how to actually use my duct tape nice. and and, uh, and a reloading bench. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to get back into it. Yeah, uh, nothing oh. but time at that point. And again, I'll, I'll not to go back to it, but in the everybody rapes. Yes. Uh, Dan Harmon, co-creator of Rick and Morty, our uh, our buddy uh, Rick and Morty there. Oh, I got actually I got a good one for this too. It's a video game related one, but go ahead. I want to hear. Oh, there. Wa- I, I I think I know what you're talking about as well. But um, Dr. Dan Harmon, which one? Are we talking about Doctor Disrespect? Oh no no I had a different one. I'll tell you about that. But anyway, I want okay. So Dan Harmon. Um. So Dan Harmon was uh he was doing his podcast, and I guess before that I can't remember what her name was because um there were so many people getting getting called out for raping people. Uh, one of the former writers for Community had gone on Twitter and talked about how this had happened. A thing had happened at a previous workplace, and it turned out that Dan Harmon's just gonna address it right away. Okay. So uh, he talked to her on Twitter about it and how he wasn't too he didn't want to use her name. Uh, in his podcast, because I think the podcast was first, but he did talk about it there first. Where he's like, "Look, I did this thing that was really shitty. I was a shitty, creepy fucking boss. Um, I did use what I felt was uh, boss influence to try to get her to go out with me. Uh, it didn't go the way I wanted it to go. He's having like at that time he's still married, and he treated her like really poorly, and he admitted he treated her poorly in the most like fucking Dan Harmon like Rick and Morty cue the fucking drama music way. Okay, like he's really." very like sincere and forthcoming he didn't ask for an apology he didn't apologize in the in the same sense he said like this is a situation that happened i was an awful human being and here it is i'm not gonna say who she is but this is what happened and then on twitter they actually had like a very like adult conversation about it okay where he just like kind of i guess um like uh like validated her story and let her know that like he was awful in the situation, and that like the way she's been feeling since then has been entirely because of the thing that he did, mm. and that like that's why you need to have adult conversations. Is because like look, I was terrible. I'm not trying to go out there and be like, and, yeah, and a no lot of way. These guys might have just fucked up. Like, dude, I'll even say right now, I know that there was a time when I'm I, I w- w- a situation that happened was more of me looking back and going, man, that that shouldn't happen that way. Yeah. Um, but it was definitely not a rape, but it was like. It, it it just it progressed a certain way, and both of us felt awkward after. And then you had an awkward encounter. Yeah, and I yeah. and then like, I'd say probably a month later, I had, I asked her about it, and I and I told her it's like I didn't feel right about it, and I'm sorry, and and she's like, you know, it's cool. Like I obviously understand, and mm-hmm. I know you're not like that, but I'm glad you talked to me about it because I was really uncomfortable about the whole thing. Yeah, and it was just it was literally like an awkward bad date. Yeah, same kind of a deal. You know, yeah. yeah, and but I mean, well, whereas his was very creepy. Like he he yeah. he treated her really badly. Oh, okay. Like he was really not nice to her, but he took he took complete ownership of it. And I mean, it was oh, okay. very it was weird to read the Twitter exchange because like you really want to be like, 
fuck, man. Like, that was that was not cool. Like, what you did wasn't cool. Yeah. But then to see an actual adult conversation come of it when he's like, this is where I was in my life, mm-hmm. and it was a very, very fucking ugly version of me. Right. And you just happened to enter my life when I was at my ugliest, yeah. and I let that ugly, like, ruin your life. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, what you're saying, too, is I came back to that whole uh, the Barry Weiss thing. Yeah. Barry Weiss, Barry Weiss, whatever the fuck her name is. No, not to not to say it like that. That sounds mean. But whatever, <laughs> whatever her name is. Yeah. But she said that. It's like there are gonna be like really bad like date encounters. Yeah. That are gonna like you have to judge that for what it is. Like, are we having a really like are we having a shitty date? Yeah. This is this is a shitty date, right? Okay, cool. Yeah. Let's just let's just stop it for what it is now. Yeah, and it wasn't. Yeah. Or recognize it for what it yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you just have to like, well, you talk to that person. The, the ones that you have to worry about are the ones that are continuously doing it or. They mm-hmm. do it and they don't feel remorse, or they're yeah, because that's that's the sociopath, the yeah, psychopath, right? or or they're just like, nah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you know, no, nah, I'm cool with who I am. Yeah, yeah, it happens that like you know maybe they do go on nice dates with people too, but maybe a lot of times they do uh, abuse, not abuse women, but you know like I don't know what it, not abuse isn't the word I want to use, but they do this as well, mm-hmm. treat them like shit, I guess, but yeah. not like they don't smack them around or anything. They're just sexually creepy and bad. Yeah, but then they'll. They don't own up to that either. Exactly. And then they just feel like they don't have to anymore because it happened and then it's over and they don't have to talk about it. Mm-hmm. They still got to own up to that shit, I guess. They do, man. And even I if it's just just go to the person that you did it to. Like uh, the like it was like AA where you got 12 steps and one of them is forgiven. Yeah. Saying yeah. sorry to people or telling people. You got to seek forgiveness on yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From anybody that you did something shitty to while yeah. you were a drunk. Yeah. You know? Or yeah, you make your apology. Yeah. Like fucking, yeah, the James Spader Seinfeld thing. Yeah. Gorgeous sweater. Yeah. Yeah. You go straight to them, man. You go to them and you tell them, look, man, like I was, a di- and that seems like what he did. It's like he, they, they didn't have like sexual thing, but he was just emotionally very, very cruel to her. Right. And um, he, uh, he I guess in the climate that we're in, he felt like it was time to do it. And I mean, he's gone through a divorce since then as well. Right. Actually, like since, the, like between seasons, right? Like season two and three or whatnot, he went through a divorce. So he, I guess it was time for him to, to man up, to man up and do it. Cool. Yeah, which is, uh, like, good for him because, like, you know, there's a few guys that don't want to get <laughs> called out. Oh, yeah, dude. It's just, like, that's the thing is the guys like that don't need to get called out and have their lives ruined. They need to mm-hmm. sit down and talk about it with the person or, like, openly. And if they don't feel comfortable with it, find a way. Find a way to make it up to them. Yeah. You know, you know like, say, what t- get someone to talk to them and say, unless he wants to make amends to this somehow or yep. they want to fix this with you or something. Yeah, we're. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. If you're if you're listening, or even for like for anybody who's curious, there, it's worth it's worth a look. Like, you, you, if you look it up, the, you can get. It's easy to find the Twitter the, stream. The full, the full thing. The full Twitter thread. <coughs> and his podcast is at uh, that Dan Harmon Harmon Harmonville or whatever it's called. I think Harmon Harmon Town. Okay. And it's on there. Okay. So it's like one of the more <coughs> more recent episodes. Well, even look at the women that never got retribution or 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 justice for a rape, a mm-hmm. full on rape. Uh, yeah, a legitimate full on. Years ago, yeah, could have been from a stranger, not celebrity or anything, and. They said it, the hardest part, but what the biggest success they had was learning to forgive the person, knowing that that's all you can do to move on. These that's women, a, that's women straight up. up forgive someone that that just didn't, that does not give a fuck. Yeah, you know, or would never would never be like, thank you for forgiving me. They're like the, the rapist was a bad person. Yeah, they're still bad, and these women have learned to move on by forgiving them without the whether whether they're there or not. Man, yeah, I could, I could that takes that. fucking balls. That takes some serious, yeah. I mean, like for for lack of a better term, hey, apparently some balls. women have balls too, because that's what ovaries are. Yeah, is they're just internal. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the thing though. Like, there's like something about women having balls because it's like ovaries. Well, yeah, all the parts are there. Yeah, it's just they they just move differently. Yeah, but there's a marketing campaign about it too. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, ju- <laughs> to reinforce what I'm saying. It's like and there's actually a marketing campaign. Something about how yeah, women have balls. Women too. have balls. Yeah. They're just called ovaries. Yeah. 
or something yeah. like that. I can see so that. yeah, it takes a lot of takes a lot of chutzpah. Chutzpah. Yeah, uh, it takes a lot of chutzpah. To forgive a rapist that does not give a fuck if you forgive him or not. Yeah, I mean, because like I I, s- I hear things like that, and I'm like, no, I would give him a fork in the eye. Like I, I couldn't, I couldn't do. It. I mean, I have, I have real issues with the whole idea of. Well, in some cases, I think what that. it is is the guy's dead now. Oh, that he's could be he's it. He's old and dead, or, yeah, or something, or whatever, or or even the fact that maybe a guy went to prison for it and she couldn't see him, but she needed to forgive him. Yeah, there, there has to be like I think we've talked about it. I know I've talked about it with you. I just can't remember if it was here or not. But there is a break that happens mentally when mm-hmm. you make the call like that. You are no longer the person you were before you made that call. Oh, you are now, yeah, you're a different person. You now. and I were talking about is if you were to kill somebody. Yeah. Because that was actually, a Jordan Peterson brought that up. Mm. He, he, he made a point of, like, if you had done something like an, a, dis- a despicable act or something you've done, like, say, murder, yeah. you are not the same person that you were before no. that murder anymore. Yeah, you have, you, you're different down to your DNA. Yeah. You're a different person now. Yeah, exactly. So with, with rape, women... They are not the same person they were before that rape. There's a I, God. I I don't know where to attribute this to. I know it was something on TV that I heard that it is. And I think we've said it here too. That there is um what like a rapist when a rapist commits that act, they murder the person their victim was going to be. Totally. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. That's a great way to describe that. I feel like that was like a like an Oprah or Doctor Phil type thing. Fair enough. Somebody yeah. said that on one of those shows. Yeah. You murder the person that that person was going to. Yeah. The victim was going yeah, to be. They are, they have taken a hard. 90 yep. and they are now on a new path they Ex- oh yeah they didn't shift slightly no they didn't take a 45 yes it's a hard 90 and now they don't know which path they're on the edge of that 90 yeah could could cut you yeah like, i mean if you brush past too yeah. fast it'll it cut you hard catch your sweater <laughs> it'll cut really you deep track really easily it'll cut you deep yeah yeah man that, and that's like that's such a fucked up concept that you've got like a because again like you in yourself too yeah like I, I would imagine that person could have maybe sought out help. I mean, who knows? Rapists are fucked up, huh. and pedophiles are fucked up. Who knows what what goes on on their brains? They're defective off the line to begin with. Yeah. But there is like, even as a defective person off the line, when they commit that act, they also like they've done they've murdered themselves as well. Yeah. It's a murder suicide. Well, it, well, and the thing is, is yeah, I wonder. I'm super curious because when you got somebody that has won, mm-hmm. and then it's dramatic, it ruins their lives. You know, they did what they did, and you know, basically, no one. Well, aside from the victim, like I said, some cases they do forgive them because they have to move on. Yeah. But nobody else forgives you for it. Nobody, no, man. Nobody overlooks that you are still that person for the rest of your life. Yeah, you're a rapist forever. Yeah. So that person's life is definitely taking taken a 90-degree turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about the person that does it all the time, though? The serial rapist. Yeah. yeah. Is the first one the turn, and now they're a serial and then they And then basically, even though they didn't know it, they've mm-hmm. become a serial rapist from that first rape. Yeah. Like, would you, could you talk to a serial rapist and have, they'll be like, yeah, man, it was the first one that was the best. You know, like, would they say that? <laughs> Fuck, yeah. You know what right? I mean? Like, it's like, I, I get what you mean. Drug, yeah. You know, like a drug addict? I, I wonder, because it is like, it is a power thing. Yeah. M- like, first and foremost, it's a power, a yeah, power yeah. grab. Oh, yeah. Or like a, like a show of force that yeah, like they you feel better, but fulfilled. Well, yeah, they're not the kind of person that can just have a normal sexual relationship with someone. No. Right? That doesn't get them off. No, they have to have a violent act. Yeah, yeah. And it's not even, I, man, I wonder, like, I mean, I haven't done a lot of research into it. I haven't really looked into it. I wonder how much of it, like, when they do that is not even a sexual thing for them. It can't be. Hmm. It's got to be, like, the fulfillment they're getting yeah. is is purely, like, a dominant, like, like the like excitement of the, of the dopamine rush. Yeah, like, not even the sex, but just the fact that, that like, that the, the dominance and the getting yeah. the person and stalking them and all that weird shit. Yeah. That, that there's so much in it. Like, it's yeah. not just... Finding a random person and fucking them. Like, there's so much involved, it seems, with a rapist when they do that. Because you've got these other guys that are just too fucked up mm-hmm. and they're drunk. Like, the, the col- these college guys that it seems to be a, a common occurrence lately, yeah. right? Not lately, but all. It's gone on. Oh, forever. for a long time. Yeah. yeah. That's the guy that 
you know, maybe that's the one time he did it. And yeah. it's not like he wouldn't do it again, but he fucked up because he has barely no self-control or something. Oh, no respect for somebody. Dude, I don't know no how. no self-control. Yeah, like, I don't know how fucking wasted I've been, and I've still not, like, the Bit chance to. Turn into a rapist? Yeah. 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 I it, mean. Yeah. And, but that, that and even then, sober and preyed on a completely wasted girl. You know, yeah. Like th- even even better concept. Yeah. That you haven't been sober and thought to yourself, like, that's an easy mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah or or that being drunk makes it easier for me to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Right? You know? Whereas these other guys who are there. A lot of times they're the drunk ones are usually blackout drunk. Yeah. But then it's like, okay, so your subconscious is okay with this. Mm-hmm. Well, there's most people's subconscious aren't okay with that. That's why, yeah, that's why you don't do it. There's still sensors going off that are stopping them from doing that, you know. Yeah. But the sober guy that does that, mm-hmm. well, I mean, he's a rapist. <laughs> <laughs> he's a rapist. There, there he is, dude. Well, he's a rapist. He's a rapist. <laughs> it's the truth, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the sober guy is doing it. And that, that comes back to that whole idea that we can't understand because, like, our brain doesn't function that way. Yeah. We're not defective off the line. No. I mean, we didn't come out of the factory fucked up. Yeah. Uh, for that, <laughs> that way. Well, that way, anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like. I like a l- I like I like to eat a lot of chocolate. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like I eat, I eat more than my fair share. Punch I can't cats. Be. <laughs> punch cats. Just in the stomach though. I mean, make yeah. Show me off. <laughs> Not hard. Like it's more of a, a slow push until I meow. Yeah, it's like a bullying. You know, <laughs> I bully cats. <laughs> I bully cats. Yeah. I make sure they know who's the fucking yeah, boss they, around they, this house. They bother me because I know <laughs> what they're thinking. I can hear them. They talk to me. Yeah, Dan. Yeah, Dan. So I gotta I gotta establish dominance in a, in a <laughs> uh, uh, what is a schoolyard bully style. <laughs> schoolyard bully yeah, style with cats. <laughs> very similar. <Yeah. coughs> oh God, very similar to the the idea of a rapist, the schoolyard bully thing, right? Yeah, I mean I, that's weird. That's uh, all. There are so many layers to it. It's like it's like fucking. Uh, it's the spectrum. It's a different kind of spectrum. Yep, that's true. There are multiple layers to it. That's true. And everybody's fucked up in a different way. God, we're getting so dark. Uh, let's, yeah. let's lighten it up with. Okay. Uh, hey, so Bruce Tim wants to make an animated uh, Red Sun. Well, segue. <laughs> wow, that is a really segue. huge segue. But That's I'm a huge segue. But I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, he's for he's pretty happy that he can. He thinks that it would come out really well if he did it. Uh, dude, I've been well. wanting one of those for ages. Ever since I read it, I wanted one. Yeah. Like, make this a fucking like get the the DC cartoon guys. Yep. For people who might listen to this, <laughs> Red Sun <laughs> is like basically the story that if Superman landed in communist Russia mm-hmm. instead of the U.S. Yeah. And it's fucking amazing. I actually wanted to buy. They made a collector's edition toy series. Yeah. And I wanted it. And they are beautiful. I, I can't remember. It was, it was expensive, but. But his costume in that toy looks great. Oh yeah, the costume's badass. It's like dude, red, black, I, and I got gray. The shirt. There was a t-shirt. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. The shirt sucks. Like the, the the brand of the shirt sucks, but the thing is cool. I want to almost like salvage it on something else. The hammer and sickle. Yeah. Instead of the S. And the Superman logo. Oh, it's so. I wonder cool. what like Cavill would say about that if he was Red Sun Superman instead of like a stands for hope. <laughs> stands for dominance and power. Stands for dominance. Yeah, it's even better than like Mexi Superman there that they do in the uh, <laughs> sombrero <laughs> Superman. Yeah, yeah, well, no, the one where uh, the one where he lands in Mexico. Yeah, it's um, uh, what's his name? It's Zod. Yeah, yeah, where Zod lands in Mexico. It's Zod's kid though. Uh, no, yeah, it's it's well, yeah, no, it's Zod's son. Because Zod, instead of um, which, inst- which cartoon is that called? It's called Gods Among Us or something. Uh, Gods and Monsters, I think. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, instead of um, Kal El being born into the Matrix by using um, Jor El's DNA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. They throw in. Yeah, uh, Zod comes yeah. up and he puts his DNA into it instead. He's so he basically Zod. he basically cucks. Uh, he cucks Jor El yeah. <laughs> right to his right in his face. <laughs> right to his face. Yeah. Hey, a nice wife you got there. Yeah, My thumbprint's gonna impregnate the baby. Blam! Shoots him in the stomach. <laughs> slowly pushes the DNA into the. Oh thing. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so gross. It's the fingerprint. Yeah, <laughs> it's so gross. He does yeah. it by hand. Yeah, that's but, all um, it takes. It's all it takes, man. But I I really like that version of Superman. Like that 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 Red Zod Sun man. Su- yeah. Oh th- oh yeah no I liked him too because he wasn't a bad guy. He was just like yep. 
like vision. Yeah, he was just he, he just knew what needed guys. to get done. Yeah, he yeah. killed bad guys. Yeah. When he is it, it's Brainiac, right? That he the kid the kid Brainiac, where he lets him he lets him die, like he tells him it's gonna be okay. In what? In that Gods and Monsters, one of the trailers. I don't I don't oh, remember if it's in that the in the actual series. No, the one I'm well, no the the the, the cartoon that I, I didn't read. The, if it was a comic series, I didn't read that. There, I don't believe there was. Well, the cartoon one. Uh, no, they end up finding out that um, uh, they thought it was um. Lex Luthor doing that. Mm-hmm. They, were, they were killing off all these scientists, yeah. and all the deaths looked like uh, Wonder Woman did it, and the the vampire bat guy. Yeah, did they it. all they were all like, Superman did it. Yeah, they were all being framed. But it turned. Was it Brainiac? No, it I'm I'm talking about in the trailer for the actual series. Oh, okay. The way they kind of show you that he's not Clark, but he's not a good guy or a bad guy. Oh, okay. Is like he um he lets the Brainiac child destroy himself. Oh. But he like he does it. With him, so yeah. he doesn't die alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, I don't know what's going on. Here. Yeah, but he's like, no, I'm not gonna let him go. They, like, Batman doesn't kill. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, no, he, he, Batman doesn't kill. You know, like he doesn't put him, he doesn't put him in a stupid jail. <laughs> yeah. And, and imprison Brainiac. He makes sure he dies. Yeah. Bat. He yeah. lets him go. Yeah. But yeah, Batman doesn't kill. He just puts grenades in people's pants and yeah. pushes them off buildings. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't kill him. The fall killed him. Yeah. The grenade finished the job. Yeah, the grenade just made sure that he was dead. I he mean, was shit. Oh, God, no. <laughs> that he, that he That's all I meant. Didn't live paralyzed. <laughs> no, he just died in pieces. But yeah, Red Sun, I would love to see that as a cartoon, man. Um, Red, Red Sun is a really well done. Yeah, well everything done about it was cool. And they j- like they, they rationalize the whole scenario. Like, mm-hmm. like Russia is a superpower. U.S. is a third world. Well, it's like it's not third world, but it's it's like Russia. It's not very not doing so hot. Yeah, it's like it's a step above a newly developing nation. Yeah, yeah. But their economy sucks and mm. they're broke and Lex loser, Lex loser. <laughs> Lex loser. He's miserable oh, and bitter because Superman's fucking running the shit. I wonder if like, anyone's ever used that. Like we should, we it should make to. a comic book where Superman's a bit of a dick. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. Keeps Superman's calling him Lex jock. loser. Superman's a a, j- a dick jock and yes. Lex Luthor's a really nerdy scientist. Yeah. And he's like, shut up, Lex Luthor. Nice, nice red hair, Lex Luthor. Yeah. And then he like stresses him out so bad that it falls out. Like, <laughs> That's why his hair falls wet out. Wet bald, eh, Lex Loser? He's like, God <laughs> damn you, Superman. Well, your fucking blood is cancer. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like you gave me cancer. And he oh. and, and Superman wants to be called Super Dude. Super Bro. Yeah, Super Bro. Super Bro. He, he prefers it. <laughs> oh, that's so gross. Yeah. And it's so slimy. Did you ever read? Um, weird little segue. Did you ever read Spider Man Rain? It was um, God. Kari Andrews wrote and drew it. I think he, I'm pretty sure he wrote it on his own. Okay. It was a, it was like Spider Man's Dark Knight Returns. Oh oh, doesn't he? Does he kill some of the villains in it? Um, he doesn't. He doesn't kill kill the villains. But he's but like an old man working a flower shop, and they kind of like they kind of realize he's he's back. Oh. And he hasn't been like Peter Parker is like probably in his 60s by now, late 60s, early 70s. Okay. And um, he has not been Spider-Man, so he's kind of frail and shit. But the second he starts being Spider-Man again, that radioactive blood comes back, and he just gets all like, like it goes dormant because he's not active. Yeah, he's not using. It's like it. a Highlander who doesn't kill. It's like a Highlander who doesn't <laughs> kill. But in that, his blood was radioactive and gave Mary Jane ovarian cancer mm. because he had radioactive spooge. Pumping loads, <laughs> cancerous pumping loads into Mary cancerous Jane. Cancerous loads. Were there babies filled with cancer and mutated spider I don't parts? think they had kids in that one. Oh. Yeah. Because he gave her ovarian cancer. Because <laughs> she died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From sex with spider From man. spider sex. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, you know, the whole series was really well drawn. Hmm. He had a cool, because Curry Andrews, is a, he's an incredible illustrator. Okay. But um, not such a great storyteller or writer. Oh. And it was really just, like, w- icky. <laughs> like oh. the, whole, the whole thing was just icky. Oh, that's too bad. 
Yeah, like it's a shame though because it looked beautiful. Yeah, it was all done in very prestige format style. It had like a like very cool dark nightish feel to it. Like nothing was in daytime. It was all done at, like very nighttime. Very like the worst parts of New York. Okay. But yeah, man. I mean, like fucking don't make Spider-Man food cancerous. Yeah. It's just when did ugh. it come out? Years ago? Like Gotta be like ten years now. Oh, okay. So pretty still recent though. Like not like in the in the nineties comics. Or oh no, no. It's like yeah. It was during the height of that um like Civil War and all that shit was like oh, big around that time. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it was a really big thing. It's funny they haven't done that kind of spin off with a lot of other characters. Like you've got a good old man Logan and you got mm-hmm. a good Dark Knight Returns. And got a really good one for Hulk. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh wait. Which Future one? Imperfect. Is that where he's the ma- maestro? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the future imperfect. Yeah, stuff. that one's good. Uh, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. They got like yeah. do more. I don't. Other than that, that one, I've never, and I haven't even heard of that. I mean, like, I think the one that kind of bums people out from doing it because it's done so well is Dark Knight, and then Kingdom Come was so fucking good. Oh man, was Kingdom Come good? Yeah. Oh, you're right. Kingdom yeah. Come was really good, yeah. and that was like that was a Dark Knight Returns for the entire DC universe. Yeah. Which is really fucking Man, cool. I, sh- I have that. I have the trade paperback. I should reread that. I just yeah, enjoyed man. it so much. Yeah, I was actually, I think it's just sitting right over there. I was just rereading it not too long ago. I lent somebody Earth X, too. Oh, that's a rough one. Yeah, yeah. it's good, though. That's a really good one. But to loan that one out's a rough one. Yeah. It's like, I, I really want to read parts of it when I loan it out. Yeah. Now I don't have it. Yeah, I feel like I lent it to someone else. Fuck, I hope I didn't. Or if I did, they're going to get it back from me. Yeah, I think, um, man, that's like, that's the thing I would love to see done well is a Netflix for comics. A Netflix for comics. Okay. Like a, a oh, one, oh, like, yeah. a, like a streaming comic service. Yeah, man. Service. Uh, but done well. Like, Marvel's got one which isn't great, and Comixology isn't great. Why the hell? I mean, you know what would be perfect is fucking Disney just, as much as it sucks for the comic industry, and I remember Shane was made a lot of good points about how, like, mm-hmm. it, because of the movies and stuff, it's killing the actual comic series. Yeah. But if, if Disney owned all that shit one day, and they just made a streaming app, Yep, and you pay. I'd even pay twenty bucks a month for that, man. That would that's less. That'd be than, great. That's less than my monthly box that I used to get. Oh yeah, absolutely. Was, the pull know, list. Yeah, man. My pull list. Sometimes I pull out. I, I would pull out. <laughs> sometimes I come out. I, I would come back from out. out of, I always pull out. I would uh, spider speed. I yeah. would come back from vacation or whatnot, and um, I would be dreading what my pull list was. Like oh. not, when I went to India and Thailand that yeah. one year. Oh yeah. Like yeah. I was gone for like four months. Yeah. And I came back, and I, I for four months I collected everything. Yeah. I remember the dude is like, are you ready for the grand total? Oh. Like, oh, how much? And, like, you can't, I mean, you can't just say, like, no, I'll put it all back. Like, sell it on the shelf. Yeah. Because, like, it's in four fucking months, man. Yeah, like, they're not, they can't resell those. They can't resell that shit. No. So you got to buy it because you're local to your store. Yeah. Man, when he said, like, 280 one time, I was like, no, that's it. I'm oh. Out. I'm done. Yeah, see, I had a couple that were getting pretty bad because I was trying new, ser- I was getting to new series or mm-hmm. serieses. Is that I the word? You were getting to multiple new series. Yeah, yeah, as well. And so... It was just like, what the fuck am I reading again? Why am I reading all these? And yeah, then, man. And then I, I really cut the fat uh, for a while. And then I eventually stopped. It was just kind of a – obviously, at the time, there was a budget issue. And, and, and I think when it climaxed for me was after Secret Invasion. I was also getting into 52 at the same time. And then oh, I was yeah. And that was my intro into DC, really. I'm aware of all the characters. Mm-hmm. But my real intro to DC started with 52. Where I was that religiously that's a good that's a good comeback. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was a good place to start. Um, jumping on point. And I had spoken to a guy about that too because I wanted to start reading some titles. So I started grabbing their main titles. Yeah. I was reading a Red Tornado title for some reason. I really liked Th- it. They were good. Yeah. And they were they were like that was a weird time because there was such great competition between Marvel and DC. Yeah. And there was a there was like a a bookend happening and between none of the events. Yeah, none of the movies had to come out yet. Nope. This is like late nineties, early two thousands, maybe early to mid, I guess. And yeah, so I just I was just piling it on, man. Yeah. And man. then I was like, whoa, okay, this is stupid. Like I, yeah. But I miss that. I do miss that kind of hobby. It's 
it's still there, but it's not there as much as it should be. And like I, I oh yeah. Well, yeah. I told yeah. you, I told you, I was watching or the, the whole Dark Knight Metal thing. Yeah. I was watching the YouTube at the Origins. They just released the Barbados one. Oh no way! We were the, talking about that. He's the big mystery character, yeah, and yeah. now I'm like, man, do I watch this or do I wait and read the fucking comic? Now I'm like, <laughs> I want to watch it. God, I love the name is Barbados. Yeah. I mean, I'm and, sure they pronounce it. Like and it's Barbados. Barbados. Yeah, yeah. Not Barbados. Barbados. <laughs> the best part is everyone there. There's comments, and yeah. they're like, every time I see this, I think of Barbados Slim, and I can't take it seriously. <laughs> like, yep. I can't take it. I just hear like Latin music yeah. and like dancing on the streets and shit. Yeah, and a really happy, sexually charged black man, you know, like <laughs> Barbados Slim. Yeah, but fucking but sexually yeah, charged. it's like Barbados apparently and Barbados. But uh, yeah. I want to watch that fucking video now. And now I'm not gonna. I'll probably read the series, but I think that's that's gonna be that's gonna be have to be. It. It's like I I gotta I gotta just go into the videos. Yeah, cause like it's too expensive to buy the comics. Yeah, dude, and that's yeah. Like and I feel so slimy like downloading. The, the the peer-to-peer shit yeah, for comics. The pirated stuff. The pirated yeah. stuff, because, like, I'm a big comics guy. That's yeah, an industry I that I, I still probably will get back into. Yeah. And I feel like oh, I'm just taking food off the fucking, out of the mouths of the some fucking... You, you know what, though, is maybe they got to find a way to help comics adapt with the changing times, because newspapers are dying. Yeah, man. But they're finding online outlets. As much as newspapers suck, they're finding an online savior somewhere, you know. I mean, like, I get all my news off of an app right. for, for Google's own newsstand yeah. app, right? And so it's like, those are the papers I would have read. Maybe they got to find a way to help, like, the comics. Because there are people that like them and maybe make them more accessible. And the collecting isn't really an issue anymore. No, man. It's I not mean, worth it, you know? No. I, I would say that, like, collecting probably, like, collecting anything worth a damn died, like, in the 90s. Yeah. And I would say, like, the last time I collected with any kind of real intent that it was going to become something was full series runs in the early 2000s. Yeah. Same Nobody here. gives a shit anymore. And, I, and I, I, back then, I was maybe buying, like, the ultimate stuff because I hadn't read any of it. And I was yeah. like, man, I'll get around. I'll buy it now because it's, like, two bucks a comic. Yep. It's old. I'll get, I'll get around to reading it later, mm-hmm. you know. And, Fuck, yeah. Like, you can't make – like, back in the day when we were when we were younger and you would see Spider-Man number one. Tom McFarlane drawing yeah. and writing Spider-Man. You were like, what the fuck? Number one? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Like, no way. No way. Yeah, and you bought it. And now it's like, there's like 25 Spider-Man number one since then. Yeah. Nobody gives a shit anymore, man. Yeah. The Netflix the, yeah. for comics. Yeah. So, really, just do that and maybe find a way to salvage them. Same thing with iTunes, man. It's like, yep. music has changed. Mm-hmm. The artists aren't making as much money off it, but somehow some of them still are, I guess, I hope. But the... Uh, resource access is so much better there's so many bands that i have now like uh, back in the day someone's like you gotta listen to this band i'm like oh totally yep. i'd love to try it out well i gotta go buy the cd or i gotta try to download it or i gotta go on youtube yeah now i literally just look a band up if they're not on itunes uh, it's nearly impossible that that happens yep. now even local bands that i like are on itunes now uh i hear this band hell county x is on itunes yes we finally <laughs> got on there and i'm fucking pumped man because yeah, like man a lot of people supported the hard copy that we sold mm-hmm. but so many people I've spoken to now are like, hey, I finally listened to your stuff on there because I can just literally look it up in two seconds. Like, yeah, yeah that's, and that's it's there. Yeah, and it's we're not going to make money on that, but I don't give a fuck. Whatever, man. It's yeah. exposure. Yep. And it's it's positive exposure. Well, it's going to ha- – man, it's just access for us is going to help huge because we got this Canadian Music Week thing. We're just waiting to hear about the dates that we're supposed to play. Yeah. And then we applied for the Edmonton Music Awards. You might necessarily win anything, but even if you can get invited to them. D- why not? Just to hang out there, yep. right? Um, you get nominated. We got shows coming up. Like we want that kind of saturation. I'm not. I'm not very really concerned with how much money we're making off. No, I, I think this is. Yeah, that's just it. If you become super concerned about what you're gonna make off it. Yeah. You're gonna blow your brains out. Yeah, and and like Daryl. Daryl's just been great, man. He is applying for so many grants for the band. That's awesome. And then we're like, if if we get 
some of them like some of them are for ten grand and they you get them like they issue th- a yeah. lot of them per year. Oh yeah, there's and a lot. There's a lot available if you just take a look oh at it yeah, and just and do it. Yeah, and he's got some friends that like are good at this kind of stuff to help us fill them out because mm-hmm. you got to sell your band a certain way. Yeah. Plus, like all this stuff tying in, it looks better on the grant when you're like, oh, we went to Canadian Music Week. Hey, mm-hmm. we were nominated at Edmonton Music Week. We want to make a music video. Or we oh wanna, yeah. You know. Dude, like years ago when I was doing a lot more of the um, like this was in the very early days of YouTube when I was really doing some videography stuff and trying to like build that adventure travel stuff. Right. Um, before I did it, I took a look at what I would need to get on, and if you have content that you've already made and produced and created, and it doesn't need anybody else to walk up and be like, you know, you got to get sound, you got to get somebody else to shoot it, all that mm-hmm. kind of shit, and some music and all that kind of crap. It's like they just look at you like, here's your money. Yeah. Like here's your shit. Oh, dude, yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. Like they're very supportive. If you already got content that you're putting any kind of effort into already doing on your own that doesn't require that money, yeah. they will hand you that money. Yeah, and you know, even just the old, like I mean, it's not that easy. It's just I'm, I'm just no, paraphrasing. No, they a, need a to concept. see that you yeah. can do it yourself first. Yeah, even if you haven't done it a lot yourself, mm-hmm. they want to see that you tried to. And yeah, man, that you're not gonna leech off the system just yeah. for the money. Yeah, and yeah. we and that was the thing. This EP we did, we went to a really good studio in town, a really accredited one mm-hmm. that you can look up, and they're like, oh yeah, I know that place. And, and drop a name. What's that? You want to drop that? Oh, name? oh, Velveteen Audio. Yeah. Um, Brad Simmons or Simons, I don't know how to pronounce it, but he's fantastic. He's been a, a musician for years, and now he's just focusing on. He was a session musician for a long time, and he did was kind of sick of the traveling, so he stay. He's doing just like recording and producing mm-hmm. and mastering, and then we, uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but Daryl sent it away to get mastered in Ontario or Toronto. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy, like, he's a really well known, accredited uh, producer, but you can. He's open to anybody. Oh wow! It's like it was like very reasonable for price. I can't remember what the cost was per song, but surprisingly reasonable for what I thought we would have paid. But having his name on there alone was a big uh, push that g- probably got us into Canadian Music Week. Oh yeah, for to showcase. I, I'm sure normally you wouldn't even have that. You just be thrown on the pile. But the right mm-hmm. names on there. Oh yeah. You know a lot. It's of the a right huge deal. Yeah, the right people because it's who you know, man. Like. Absolutely. It's oh. it's so much about who you know mm-hmm. to get you where you got to get to. Yeah. Because, I mean, fuck, th- there's, there's like, a little thing that I'm kind of doing now where, um, I mean, I'm, we'll probably end up talking about it later on, but um, I was going nowhere with it, and then I dropped a name, and th- I don't even know this person. Oh, okay. Like, I dropped a name of a person who might be interested, and I don't even know that person. Okay. They were like, oh, yeah, oh, come on in. Oh, wow. Yeah, come on in. No, that's cool. Yeah, that, that person knows who you are? I'm like, yeah, but, yeah, but I'm a fucking nobody still. It's weird. It's, it's a little thing I'm writing. It was just weird to, like, have that connection. Like, I've, ha- I've used connections before. But um, never in that kind of like, like just walk on in, man. Right. Just walk on in. So no, it's true. It's a who you know makes a big difference. Yeah, and then it's up to you to prove yourself. Like you know, you can't just it don't take you so far, but it yeah. gets your foot in the door. That's mm-hmm. the biggest thing is that'll get your foot in the door, and then you gotta, you gotta you know put your money where your mouth is, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Man, hey, putting your money where your mouth is. Uh, I have no segue for that. What do you got? What do you got? Drop something. Um, nothing really. We're we're just kind of hitting stuff. I was reading a great article about um. Hey, speaking of putting things in your mouth. All right. <laughs> marijuana stops you from dreaming. Um, really? Was, yeah, I was reading an article today about how marijuana use people who stopped. I think it was Reddit. People who stopped using marijuana. We're talking about how much more they're dreaming. I've heard that a lot actually. That people have vivid like they're they're a lot of friends or people I know that like yeah I had to quit weed for a while or give it up and then they said they. After a little while, they started having these crazy intense dreams, and they yeah. didn't—they didn't know why. They're like, "I think as I stopped smoking weed, I started having more dreams." That is fucked up. I don't know about everybody because I've also heard people have crazy dreams when they smoke weed. Yeah, I'm sure it's like a extended use kind of thing. 
Like oh. if, you're, if you're using quite a bit. Okay. If you're really fucking like Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah. Like Joe Rogan does not dream. No. <laughs> but I wonder, though. I wonder if he does do other things that give him, that help him back. Because he does the sensory deprivation tank. Yeah, he does that. Um, I've been using some of his products. Yeah. And, uh, like, the Onnit stuff. Yeah. And there are things you can get in there, like the alpha and whatnot, that really will get you dreaming and shit. Yeah. And the um, there's some sleep stuff that he has that really gets you going. Uh, good old friend of the show, Doug. Yeah. He uses a lot of the Onnit stuff. And, and outside of that as well. Yeah. There are nu- nutrients you can put in your system that help you sleep, help you get rest, but also give you some pretty vivid dreams. Well, help you remember. Th- like they say, like you don't ever stop dreaming. You just don't remember them. You just don't remember don't them. You no. don't experience them. Whereas like maybe that's the thing. It's blocking the receptors that cause you to Could experience be. the dreams. Oh, when I take like more than two alpha brain, yeah. I get all fucked up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get all messed up in that shit. But that's th- I, that doesn't surprise me that uh, weed, because weed, like it doesn't permanently damage your short-term memory mm-hmm. it, 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 it what apparently it does is it creates like a co- the chemicals create a coating which cause it to not function as properly so that's why we see people with smoke weed have bad mem- bad memory bad recall they're just the short-term is shit because it's coated in something right whereas yeah. if you get like get off the weed or don't smoke it as often it tends to clean itself up it's not like alcohol where you literally kill brain cells yeah you are actually murdering off parts of your brain yeah. that should be thinking yeah should be working yeah it's messed up, man. It's like everything in moderation. It's like that. That's like the one weird thing that seems to stick. Yeah, like you can recover from probably the damage that alcohol does in your brain cells if you're only drinking like a, a beer or two or some wine every once in a while. Yeah, I mean, you can regrow brain cells probably. Uh, well, okay. So my understanding of it with alcohol that I've always kind of been told from people way smarter than me is that you have a set number of cells in your body, uh, brain oh. cells in your body. So yeah. you've got cells in your body that regenerate, like hair and skin and whatnot. They they regenerate, right? Well, the skin follicles turn into dead hair. Yeah, your hair is dead, but your brain cells you only have, like if you've got a hundred and you're born, you got a hundred and you die. Oh, but if you're taking the alcohol in moderation, you're not gonna kill off those brain cells. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna just like they'll get a little punch drunk. Yeah, you know that, that they be yeah, they beat up. Yeah, you might not have permanent loss from like blackouts and stuff like that, yeah, right? Whereas but they they tend to come back. Yeah, they to full force. They recover from. They it. recover. Yeah. But if you're drinking so much to where it's like you're like cirrhosis and shit, yeah. you are killing off those brain cells. And if you're a blackout partier more than often, more often than not, yeah, you've done some serious damage and you've and done some work irreparable there, irreparable damage. Yeah, and they're not com- they're not gonna recover. Yeah. they ain't coming back. Yeah, fair enough. They've just they're sleepy time now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they had no more wakey wakes. No, but um, yeah, the idea of that kind of made me think too. It's like we we've talked about when smoking went away in bars, in uh, yeah, yeah. in the early two thousands there. How a bunch of us were hanging out one night and we're all like edgy. We're realizing we've been on edge for like a week. We're all so angry. Oh, okay. And uh, another guy, he walked up and he's like, "You know what's going on, don't you? We're all going through fucking nick bit like withdrawals. Yeah, they like took the smoke level, away from us. Low yeah. level withdrawals from secondhand uh, smoke. I'd imagine there are more. There were probably like more than low level. Well, but I mean, not to the point where you're a full on smoker because that's that's not just something you can get over in a week, right? Like oh no, I'm, I think that's what it was. Yeah, I think it was. That's why we were so edgy. Oh, we really? we were really upset. Oh. I mean, because I worked in the casino from 2000 to 2003. Okay. And that's a small room with nothing but smoke. Yeah, well, I mean, you, it's can like. Can you believe that? That, like, even just when I would go into bars as a kid in yeah. that, at that age, and, like, the, the, you were just in it. Yeah. And you didn't think anything of it. Nope. Like, you were just covered in smoke. All I would do was really when I leave, I would complain that, man, I showered and got ready and clean, and I'm in a bar for five seconds, I leave, and I stink. Yeah. But other than that, I wasn't like, man. This lung cancer is going to kill me. I don't even consider that. I've been <laughs> breathing in cigarette smoke. Yeah. Heavily. Heavily, man. For like six hours yep. while consuming alcohol. Yep. <laughs> That's exactly right. And I would work 12-hour shifts. Oh, yeah. Downtown in a small room yeah. full of like, it was all smoke Chain section. smokers, Chain man. Chain smokers. Sitting at fucking VLTs. That's back when I had hair and shit. When I'd come home and take a shower. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was just like, you could see the smoke in the, th- in the tub. 
Yeah. Like, you would see it coming off you. Like, you would do, like, a 12-hour shift in there. It was, like, on your skin, in your hair. Well, it, even it messed me up. I'd say even uh, when I had, a, like, more facial hair, uh, working outside at near a smoke pit, man. Yep. Like halfway through the night, you go inside to take a pee or something, and you smell the smoke in your hair, oh, yeah. in your facial hair. It's, like, it makes you disgusting. It, it really grosses you out. Yeah. But, yeah, like, it, they got rid of it in, um, like, for us, like, I started in, like, mid-90s when I was working in bars. Yeah. So, from then until 2000, I think it was, like, three or four. Yeah. When they got rid of it. I think it was, like, four when they got rid of it. Yeah. I know it was shortly after I I turned 18, like, only a few years after yeah. I started going to bars. Because it was so quick. It just I, happened. I was so glad. Because I'm like, man, I've only been going to the bars for, like, two years, and they got rid of this shit. Yes. Yeah. Like, that, yeah. Sweet. I, I was already sick of it. Like yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody was. Yeah. And then, like, for us who weren't smoking, when they got rid of it, it we all got really edgy. Like, it was guys yeah. were getting kicked out yeah. for, like, just looking at each other. Constantly, yeah. I, I think, I do believe that's when Luke, um, he got mad at me one time. Not mad at me, but he was, like, annoyed because I kicked the guy out fairly rough for farting next to me. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I was, that, uh, actually. I think I yeah, remember that. He farted, like, really aggressively while I was talking about being a jerk in the bar. And it, it smelled so bad. And I was so fired up. <laughs> like, I was, I was so, like... In withdrawals, I was like, you know, fuck it. Yeah. I will th- I'm down the stairs. Nice. There's down the stairs, and he's like, whoa, what happened? Like, what's going on? I'm like, you farted. He's like, that's it. I'm like, yeah, fuck, fucking farted. I just like storm back up the stairs. Like, fuck this place. Like, why are you so angry? I don't know. You work outside. I work inside. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you go outside. <laughs> you go outside. <laughs> I was so mad. That's awesome. But yeah, I mean, I just like everybody kind of went through that. So I mean, the idea of that afterwards, like, I don't remember it happening, but I wonder, like, if I could recall it. Like what the dreams were like once a smoke, like cigarette smoke went away. Oh, because like I I know of smokers who've quit smoking, been on Zyban or whatever, or like just gone cold turkey, mm-hmm. and they've had some weird shit happen in their head afterwards. Well, I think you also have weird dreams uh, when you have a shift like that anyway, though. Yeah. Like I think anything in your life that shifts chemically in your body is going to cause you to have like massive withdrawals. Kind of are gonna vivid, yeah, yeah vivid dreams or whatever. That's crazy, man. Yeah, that's crazy, crazy. Uh, we went back from that to um, apparently there's a commercial with um. We're just going through the list now. Everybody's yeah, listening, wondering fine. what's going on. No segues, just list. We're just, we're just <laughs> chatting. Um, Bruce Lee did a commercial, I guess, with like some like or a commercial or somebody put a viral video of him using, I guess, lightsabers. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, um, they just dubbed it into light these nunchucks into lightsabers. Is it nunchucks? Yeah. Oh, yeah I, I think didn't it's see the, it. I think it's like the nunchuck fight scene. Yeah. That he does. He does one with a guy or something. It's really crazy, but <sighs> I'm sick of it. Are you sick of the lightsaber? I'm dub? sick of everybody making videos about Bruce Lee. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, I'm not. I'm even li- the lightsaber's not yet, but I mean, there have been so many weird videos, like the one where he's doing the ping pong thing, where it's yeah. not even Bruce Lee. Yeah, and he's lighting matches and yeah. stuff, or, th- or hitting matches. That's not Bruce Lee. That's just some dude dressed up in a costume. Yeah, isn't it CGI? The whole thing, yeah, the entire thing where he's doing the the nunchucks. Yeah, all CG. I I'm thought he. I thought no. I thought they said there was some footage of it, so they recreated it. But there was footage or something. Like they knew he could. I don't know. That that never happened. I thought he could do that. No, nah, it didn't happen. Okay. The nun- the nunchucks thing, the whole vi- the whole commercial was bullshit. All right, fine. I, I just, uh, that that annoyed me. <laughs> and the, the lightsaber thing annoys me more. And, like, the fucking, what's his name, Fred Astaire in the vacuum, that annoyed me. Yeah. And, fucking, like, all, all of that stuff just the, uh, bugs Christop- me. Christopher Reeves walking around on a catwalk. That, that oh, that, that one. Real, when he got up and walked off the wheelchair, like, that's, like, somebody should have gotten shot I for that. I feel like that's slandering the dead, man. Yeah. Like, Somebody imagine if he was alive. That would be, like, a big fuck. That would be, like, a fuck you. Like, hey, man, look at him. <laughs> hey, look, in 10 years, if you make it, yeah. you're going to be a little locked. Yeah, but, like, that's literally, if he was still alive, he probably, unless he was talked to about it, but imagine if you just put that out. And yeah. it's like, ah, he, he would be fine. I think he that would have killed him. <laughs> he would have just, like, stroked out, man. Oh, well, who like, knows, man? Fucking dicks. Like, that's the biggest slap. Or, you know, if they'd have talked to him ahead of time, he'd be like, ah, fuck. Have fun with it. God, I would hope so. 
I mean, like, Yul Brenner kind of did that. Oh, Yul, Yul Brenner didn't add before he died. Uh, when he was like deep with cancer, like he was a uh, really, really like fucking affected by it. Okay. I think lung cancer, and um, he was a chain smoker. Oh, okay. So he did a commercial that said, "Hi, I'm Yul Brenner, and I'm dead." And everybody knew because he was like oh, a superstar. Oh, he did it to say they were gonna release it after he died. After he died. Oh. He's like, "I'm Yul Brenner, and I'm, I've died of lung cancer." Yeah. And you all know who I am. If it can happen to me, it's gonna happen to all of you. Yeah. Don't smoke. Yeah. And it was like really powerful. Yeah. But everybody kept smoking. Yep. In fact, I think sales went up. Yeah, probably. Yeah. It's like a Democrat in the office, gun sales go up. Yeah. Like, you know, oh, fucking real. I'm so They're confused. They're for my guns, yeah, man. I'm so confused. I gotta, I gotta, like, buy as many as I can. They're gonna come get them all. Uh, John Wick TV series. With him, though? Um, No, Keanu Reeves is gonna be involved, but uh, not as John Wick. Oh. Uh, did you so. see that photo of Keanu Reeves? With no. the two chicks? And he's no. like, even he knows how to play it safe. And he's there's these two hot chicks, and he's doing this and not touching them. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's so good. He's just like, he's just, it's just a photo. Yeah. I don't know if they wanted it or what the scenario is. But they're pretty far away. But his hands, they're right here, right up close to him, and his hands are visibly (laughs) not touching (laughs) them. And he's like, just, you know. I have seen the, the, it's like a gif, 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 gif of him and the one girl who's like aggressively hugging him. But he's kind of like, he's playing along, and he's like really like trying to get away from her. Oh, okay. Like he's hard pushing away from her, his eyes wide open, like, oh my God. No, I've seen that one. Oh, this is just a, uh, I think the photo is recent. Something from like, <laughs> yeah. Even Key, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, arguably the most harmless person. Like, the, the singular as, as greatest as soul in Hollywood. Yeah, the, the, yeah. God, Keanu, please don't be a rapist. Yeah, please be cool, man. Just be cool. Because, I mean, like, there are, we were, we were talking about that, I think, with you and Raju. About, like, who are the guys in Hollywood who. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. And Keanu Reeves, as far as and I know. And that's it. Yeah. Please, God, don't, don't turn out to be a rapist. Don't take, don't take Keanu from me. <laughs> don't take my Keanu. Don't Have you seen that movie yet? The Keanu? cat one? The cat one. <laughs> Not all of it. I think I saw some of it, and I was busy doing something. Maybe I was, like, uh, I had a job, like, where they would show movies in the background. Mm-hmm. So maybe it was there, or <sighs> maybe on the plane or something. I really want to watch that. It looked funny, man, and, like... I guess he liked it enough to be a part of it. Yeah. Like, he's got a cameo in it. Yeah, it's it looks funny. It's just Key and Peele and whatever. It's funny how... Uh, speaking of Key and Peele, how Chappelle breaks up, he's like, motherfuckers are doing my show. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, like, so mad. Oh, I leave and Key and Peele, motherfucker, do yeah, my show. Yeah. Shit, uh, have you seen the new one yet? There's a new one. They just got two more out. Yeah, I watched them. They're yeah. good. They're, they're um, uh, the, the second one's shorter. It's the last one of the whole thing, mm-hmm. like the contract or whatever. But I don't understand. If Dave Chappelle's willing to do Netflix specials with Netflix, why is the Chappelle show? Oh, Comedy Central. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized. I, I love how you walked yourself through that. Yeah. You know what? Like. If fuck, oh, Comedy Central. Yeah, because he doesn't own it. Comedy Central does. Comedy Central. Why the fuck it. isn't Dave Chappelle on Netflix? I would watch that every day. I the have Chappelle the DVDs. Show. Yeah. Yeah. I have the DVDs. I can rewatch them, but, like, I just, man, that show was good. They were incredible, man. You there know? there were very few shows that had rewatchability like that. Oh, and, like, there's people that I you don't even realize, like, David, David Bryant, mm-hmm. little baby Dave, and Jamie. I don't even think Jamie's seen the whole thing. His friend, like, mutual yep. friend Jamie. They haven't even seen the entire show. I'm like, dude, that's watch brutal, the man. fucking show. Yeah, you. I mean, it's very easy to watch. It's, but they see clips and they're like, God, that's funny. I'm like, watch the whole thing. Yeah, it's do the entire thing. Funny. It it is arguably um, one of the few DVD box sets that you could put into like one of those big ass changers. Yeah, and leave and leave it on. Oh fuck yeah, dude. And just like like put that whole thing on repeat all yeah. in your house. Yeah. And just go about your day. There was never like there might have been s- uh, scenes that were like, wow, that was kind of funny. But there was never one scene that was like, man, this is getting stale, or wow, that wasn't very good, or Dave's losing it. You never. No. Nope. It, it, it was like, Jesus, how does he come up with this shit, you know? Hey, it was incredible. We um we used to play that at Reds, just on the big screen. Nice. And just like, 
on like slow nights, yeah. Tuesdays or well, not Tuesdays, like Wednesdays or Thursdays or whatnot, or if there's nothing going on, and just be there. And if you couldn't find security guys, we were all on that catwalk, watch it, watch just it, just fucking staring at that screen. Yeah, it yeah, was so good. No, that was a really good show. I am, uh, I am surprised actually. Like, I haven't really been binging a lot of stuff since Game of Thrones. Yeah. At how much I'm fucking binging that Rick and Morty. Like, I'm watching it again. I wa- yeah, actually, you know what? I might do that, too, because the thing is, I, w- I had that Adult Swim app, and it was only, like, four bucks. Yeah. Um, And that was great, because when the new season came out, I would wait it, but I could get it on YouTube faster than it came out on that on that app. Yeah, like, it's on, it's fucked up how the whole thing is on Daily Motion right now. Yeah. Like, I mean, beginning to end. Yeah, and and I don't think he, I don't think he cares. He's probably cool with it being no. shared like that, but the fact that I could get the Rick and Morty full episode, like, the night it released on, on YouTube, YouTube, and that the Adult Swim app that I'm paying money for wouldn't air it till at least the night the next day. That's kind of fucked up. I'm like, you guys are lazy. I don't, what's going on there? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get why. There's, there's licensing issues, and they're making their money off the commercials and shit. Yeah, that's fair, but 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 also like, I'm paying you specifically for your show to watch your show. So technically, it doesn't matter. You yeah. can just fucking give me those shows. <laughs> yeah, I guess because you're paying five I, bucks yeah. a month for it. So I found I honestly I, I I got rid of it not because I didn't like it. I just felt that it really wasn't worth the five bucks at this point. Like I barely mm-hmm. watch anything anyway anymore. Well, when something's on that you want to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Then just. Like I've, I've, you know, I've considered getting rid of Netflix. I mean, I might keep it for now, but then I know like Crave apparently has all the HBO shows now, mm-hmm. and then they have old They've Seinfeld. They have a lot of stuff. Yeah, so there's a lot of options out there. Um, but These I, days I barely special. watch shit anymore. So it's like, well, do you need to bother? Just because it's cheap doesn't mean you need to have it. You know? Yeah, I, f- I have found like there, are, there are like tactics they use that make you feel like you're part of a community or part of something bigger. Yeah, I know. Like when Netflix is like members since 2012. Yeah, and, like and I have. Oh. Yeah, I know. And I've had it since the beginning. I got rid of it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, not even that. You belong to a, a set, a, uh, not a section. What's that term when you belong to a, a sect or a... A secular group of individuals? Well, you know, like everyone needs to belong. So like Antifa is a group of something and being a Republican. I know what you mean, though. Yeah. yeah everyone's you're, you're got to belong to something. Yeah, the belongdas. Yeah. <laughs> You're a belonged Yeah. I belonged <laughs> What do you belong to? Are we coining a phrase? Maybe. Did we? Is that what just happened? That's not a thing you heard? No. I uh, just kind of, I was thinking of belong to Mick from fucking Crackdown. Oh, Dundee. weird. That's weird. Yeah. How his land is like, the, what, what's the name of his property? What? Mick Dundee's property. When, when she asked oh, him, like, oh. what's it? It's like, it's called belong to Mick. <laughs> oh, like, okay. what's belong to Mick? It's like, well, because it belongs to Mick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's That's like, very oh. Australian. It's, it's very Australian. Yeah. Oh, man. No, I don't know. I just. I don't need to have any more TV stuff. Yeah, I it's watch there's anything. a lot of content out there. And I find, like, if I want to get it and it's really good, then I'll find a way to get it. Yeah, like, I haven't uh, I haven't died be- of cancer from not watching Game of Thrones. You know? Yeah, exactly. Or, and, or, you know, I haven't, my leg hasn't fallen off because I didn't finish uh, fucking Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> I don't think anybody feels that way about Sons of Anarchy. No, I don't, you're right. <laughs> Sons I don't know, man. Oh, man. I don't know, man. There are some guys who are weirdly yeah. into it. Like, it's their Sopranos. Well, there's people that wear the merch and stuff. Oh not man. as much as not as much anymore. There was uh, actually a great Reddit post about that. About what? like um, well, it was within a post. What is something that's glorified that shouldn't be glorified? Yeah, they're like fucking gangsters, mm-hmm. like Sopranos, Sons of Anarchy, all these scumbags on TV. But that's honestly, I was saying this back in the day because I said you're glorifying awful people, and and then you're making real life people be- believe that they that they belong yeah. to something. They belong to they belong to something. Yeah. And then they feel special and then they ha- feel entitled and they feel powerful and mm-hmm. and it gives the weak something to feel powerful about and not in a good way. No, that's like bad. These aren't these aren't weak people should build themselves up on their own and learn to build themselves up. Not not use 
false fucking zeros to make themselves feel better. Exactly. It's like on, on like I here's the thing. There there was a really good comment on there, but I just don't feel like it relates to TV. It relates to real life. Yeah. Where a guy goes that he grew up in Brighton Beach, and he goes, it was like you'd be walking around getting harassed by junkies and fucking like drug dealers and panhandlers and just like general street scumbags. Right. And there'd be one dude on a porch somewhere who had some kind of power who knew you from when you were kids. You would tell him, he'd wave his hand when you were walking by, and people just left you the fuck alone. Really? So when they were growing up, they're like, we looked to the gangsters because they were like they our pr- legal system. Yeah, they'd protect you from the shitbags. Yeah, and it wasn't like they were asking for money for doing it. You just no. happened to know him, and he had enough pull to where a hand wave would tell guys to fuck off. Yeah. And it's like that was just, you, you didn't glorify him, yeah. but you knew that like Billy had your back. Yeah. You know, and well then when Billy got shot, you're like, "Fucking Billy got shot." Yeah, like you, you, you felt bad about yeah, it. Yeah, that's different. I but mean, you're not glorifying. No, 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 and that's and then like that's that's a real life situation where the guy lived in that community his entire life and built yeah. himself up that way mm-hmm. as a gangster. This isn't people watching Sopranos and then they're like, "I know a drug dealer. I sell coke sometimes. Yeah, I'm a badass." Or I watched a biker show. I now own a motorcycle, and I put patches on my jacket because. Yeah. That's the cool thing to do. People think I'm I'm part of something. Yeah. I belong to something. Yeah, like, I don't understand wearing television show merchandise. Mm-hmm. Like, it's fun to wear, like, comic shirts. And even if you wore a Sons of Anarchy shirt that was just, like, advertising the show. But yeah. when you wear, like, your special patches and you, like, and branding and it's, like, you're not, that's not real and you're not a part of it. Yeah. Or, you know, if there's a fan club, at least it says you're part of a fan club. Yeah, if on the bottom, like, it's It's, it's not about being yeah. part of a fan club, but they found a, they found a c- more clever way to market it. Yes. Game of Thrones. You can be part of all those fucking groups. And it doesn't go t- to the extent where you're a fake biker. Yeah, no, because it's, an, it's a fantasy it's, it's, show. It's fantasy. So yeah. at least you can be like, oh, yeah, I'm part of whatever, whatever. And that's fun, you know? It's, it's, uh, it's kind of like if you had that fucking Walter White pin. Where he's got the uh, yeah. the thing over his head, like the gas mask yeah. over his head and the yellow the yellow shit that he wears. Yeah. Like and you wear that in a pin. I know that's a fucking joke. Yeah. Like it's fun. It's, yeah, a, it's a fun thing. There's that or if you wear like a the Pollo Hermanos or whatever. Yeah, the, the Chicken Brothers. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's funny. But like if you want to glorify a fucking meth chemist. Exactly. Are you fucking serious? That's man? gross. Yeah, like that show didn't glorify him. No, it, it actually the did the opposite. Glorified the fans glorified him. him. The show made him look Th- worse and worse. They made him look exactly what a chemist would be like, except for by some odd fluke, he wasn't addicted to any of the drugs that he was on, you know, yeah. like, or sold. Um, whereas uh, there's, uh, I'm trying to think of another example of that. Um, Weeds was a terrible example of glorifying drug dealers. Yeah, they and they did a bad job. I guess a bad a, show. That's what I mean. Like it was, everything about it was bad. Is that show made it look like there were no risks for a suburban housewife to yes. start dealing with severely dangerous drug dealers? It, it was very like like but the red velvet cake of drug dealing. Yeah, yeah, and it was just garbage, and I it pissed me off because I had watched uh, Breaking Bad already, and I hadn't watched Weeds. I thought, well, this should be interesting. Mm-hmm. I liked the idea, but it just turned into garbage. Like nothing real happened to that woman. <laughs> yeah, there was no, there's never a threat of violence. You're never afraid for her safety. No, or if she was, it wasn't real threats. It was no, but like even then, that's the point. That's yeah, the problem. Yeah. Like I mean, like the the threat, vi- the violence level, or the 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 risk, the risk ratio for her. Yeah. Was never like you never felt like she was ever gonna be shot. Nope. Or any member of her family was gonna end up dead. Nope. Never like, once. With no. Walter White, every time you're wondering, like, is this kid gonna die? Yeah. Are they gonna do? So- oh man. Are they gonna? Are, is the wife gonna die? The fucking cartel's gonna rape his wife. Yeah. The cartel is gonna. That's it. Yeah. He's he's finally gone too yeah, far. Yeah, seriously. Like that's I always was like, man. After the enough bad shit happened in that show, you're like, Jesus. Like he's a bad person. Dude, I mean, like you not start to hate him. You start to hate him. And they, that was the point. Of that was the show. exactly. That was that you were supposed to at some point wonder if the hero was gonna become the villain. Yeah. Luke made an excellent point years ago when he's trying to convince me to watch Rescue Me, 
And I was oh, like, you okay. know what? I'm not going to, but it, it doesn't matter if you spoil it. Tell me how, why you like it. And he said he liked it because of the scene when he thought Dennis Leary was going to throw a baby into the river. Oh, wow. He's like, I really honestly thought he's going to do it. Really? And I was like, am I going to have to hate that character now? Because, like, they've built him up for a few what was seasons. The like, why was he doing that? I, I really don't know. I think it was, like, the kid that he thought was his, but it wasn't his. Holy shit. Really? There was, like, yeah, there was, like, some, because it was, was a pretty. There was a moment where he was considering, like, killing this kid. Yeah, I guess he was holding it. And he, Luke is like, he's going to do it. Oh, like, wow. we're about to watch this show turn, and I don't know. Like, he, he was not sure if he could continue watching it or oh, if he could wow. continue seeing it in the same. Like, he was completely conflicted as a viewer. But, like, Weeds didn't do that. No. Like, Breaking Bad kind of did it. Oh, yeah. And they actually fully, completely did it. Oh, yeah. But, like, Weeds, like, those shows just don't do it. No. Which bugs me, man. Even fucking Burn Notice did it. Like, there were moments yeah. in that one, like, Michael's an asshole. Like, he's a complete asshole to all these well, people who are trying to, like, get him through his life. I heard Shameless is really good like that. Oh, it's Shameless is incredible. It's just a fucked up show, and it's like, man, the worst shit happens in that show. Uh, yeah, and, like, realistically. Like, you're, yeah. you'll, you will watch... A guy with a severe addiction shit his pants. Yeah. Because he's just decided booze is better than his family. Yeah. And but he still loves his family. Yeah. He doesn't mean for that he to happen. He doesn't abandon them. He doesn't o- abandon often. them. No, and they they want him to but for long periods of time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's just fucked up. But then they don't glorify it. Yeah. They yeah. show you addiction as an awful, awful thing. Yeah. And you know it is it's a dark comedy. Like it's got funny moments in it, but it's really fucked up. Like. At any t- I haven't seen a lot of it, but I was like, man, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it could go Raccoon for a dream very quick. Yes. Like, you, you feel like it's going to happen. Yeah. Somebody's going to go ass to ass in this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's going to be him because he knows he can get money, and it's yes. going to be with a homeless guy. <laughs> with a homeless dude. It's going to be, what's his name from, from Always Sunny, the crafty guy who always fights. There was a character where he was a priest, and they knew him from, from high school, and he became <laughs> oh, a priest, and they yes. basically turned this man from a priest into a... Crackhead. A severe crackhead that... Crackhead horror. <laughs> that would, like... Yeah. I always think to myself, cricket. like, they called him Cricket. cricket. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta, oh, Cricket. Look up Cricket on YouTube if you're curious. I always think, like, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna just beginning to end that show. And then I end up just, like, watching episodes on FX. I'm like, nah, I'm good like this. Yeah. Because, like, it's just, you what am I gonna get from beginning to end? Like, that's another show. No, they don't glorify being those people. No, they <laughs> may, yeah. It's not cool, man. No, man. Like, Danny DeVito's character is not, like, fun hey, times. He has been progressively worse every season and they do it that way on purpose they make him a worse oh, yeah. human being every season well they call it what they call it flanderization right is that Flan- flandersization flandersization i don't know why they call it it's flanderization or whatnot i don't know why they use ned flanders as the as the the name the meme name hmm. but it's the idea that like flanders homer uh joey tribbiani even ross fucking danny devito when those shows kind of hit their better moments is when those characters got dumber and then there's a point when they get so dumb, you're just like, nah, it's in, I'm out. Yeah, okay, fair But, enough. like, eventually you just walk away. Yeah, right? but I don't think, th- I think they're doing it, like, they're easing it in with Danny DeVito's character, yeah. Frank, because it's every season, it's it's a progression over the season, mm-hmm. and then it's a new start at a worse level the next season. <laughs> yes, no, that's, <laughs> a- that's accurate. <laughs> yeah. Didn't Mac put on, like, 50 pounds one year yeah, just well, like, yeah. see what happened? No, the, he, he real life put the weight on. Yeah. But, but in the show, he was supposed to be bulking. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. He's into fitness and shit, and oh he just God. got fat. And they, they, he really did it though. Like he that got is so bad good. In real life for it. That that is. I, I've seen I've seen him do that. I saw him do that. Mel Gibson or Dan, uh, what's it called? Danny Glover. He had a full blackface or a lethal weapon shoot. They did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like, nobody fucking bitched at it because they know the context of that show. <laughs> it is so I, fucked up. It was because they decided too that the. He was going to, apparently, originally, he was going to do it in, in high school with a buddy, and then it just made more sense for him to play the Danny Glover character. <laughs> oh, God. So he did blackface for it. But it w- didn't make more sense, but in their eyes, like, he just does it better. 
<laughs> like, it, there's no justifying it, but they justified it to themselves. That's so wonderfully not and gross. He, yeah, and he wasn't doing it to be racist. He's just like, I just play Riggs. Or, uh, yeah, I Riggs. just play Murtaugh. Or Murtaugh, yeah, That's just who Murtaugh. I am. I'm just better at Murtaugh, yeah. I'm just better at Murtaugh. Fuck, that is all right. I think we've uh, we've hit our time. Yeah, that's we've, good. Uh, yeah, kinda, I'm cool, man. Went out there. We'll have a little mini one. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't have much to say. I mean, I, I don't know. Things are good, man. I, I, school is crazy. It's yeah, fun. Yeah, how is school going? It's Let's awesome. end on, a, on it's, that. It's really challenging, but like in, in not a scary way. It's yeah. a little scary sometimes, but then. Oh, obviously. You're going to school again. Yeah, and yeah. it's for something I've never done before. Like, I've never done hairstyling or mm-hmm. barbering. I've, I've been fascinated with barbering my whole life, but never really touched on it. I, you know, to be honest, I hate that. In the past, when it's come up, I've thought that that's not something that you can be proud of. And really? Yeah. That's oh, wha- wha- you know, when I was younger, it's just another one of those things where I talk myself out of something that I think might be interesting, you know? That could be it. That could be what it I've is. I've done that my whole life. Yep. And, and oh, I everybody does it in some aspect. Yeah, but I, I'm notorious for it, I find. I don't, a lot of people don't know that I do it. I just I've never, I never talk about the things I never do, you know? And, uh, Wait, nobody, nobody knows that you talk yourself out of things? Yeah, because they never know that I'm going to do the thing. Yeah. You know? And then... Uh, I n- I've always thought it was cool, so I'm glad I'm doing it now. It's m- it's better than I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, w- it's moving really fast, but then it kind of slows down. It's just the first the first little while is a large pr- like a lot of knowledge intake. Got to be a huge info dump, yeah. Yeah, a huge, yeah. and they they do it on purpose. They said they, yeah. they want you to take in a lot because they need you to kind of get adjusted. And there's a lot of testing, and it's cool, but it's like hands on. They're like, we just need to get you the theory stuff in mm-hmm. as quick as possible, and then we start throwing the practical at you. Because today was day one of week two. Yeah. Yeah. And we did, we already, like, we work on mannequins, obviously, because it's hilarious. <laughs> That's pretty cool. And uh, we did a full, oh, I, I got, my first practical exam was on, s- on Friday. Everybody passed. I got, I got 26 out of 30 on my, it's a grading system, so mm-hmm. how clean were you? Did you leave shit everywhere? Was your coloring job decent? How That's cool. How effective were you in time? Like, there's all these ways, they, they add up your grade. Yeah. So I ended up with an 87 out of, uh, 87%, so I got 26 out of 30. So the only area that I obviously needed improvement was coloring the hair. Oh yeah, because I mean that was the first time I've ever colored. <laughs> Have you ever done that before, Dan? No, no, yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so aside from that, all my other marks, I was like, wow, uh, this is how what I'd hoped for. You yeah. Know? And she said, no, you did well. Like obviously, you aren't going to be that good at this for the first time in your fucking life. Yeah. And then uh, this week, even today, like we started doing cutting women's hair, and it's it ex- they explain how to section it. Like it's a comp- if I was just to look at that and do it, I would have no idea why I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. But today. The explanation is very understandable. Like I, I get it. I get it right off the bat. There's terminology I might need to learn, but yeah. it's not foreign to me. If she, if if she wants me to do something a certain way, I I understand it. Yeah. Quickly. Um, the 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 methodology. The methodology is, is easy to absorb. To you, yeah. It's just a matter of doing it over and over again. Because yeah. even then, you grab it's a mannequin's head. Who the fuck cares? Mm-hmm. You grab the hair, you start shaking because you're like, oh, I'm gonna fuck this up. Oh man. Right. You're just like, oh, and then you're like, don't do. Mm, calm down. <laughs> and, then, and then you just you get into it, and you realize what you're doing, and your habits uh, will develop. Right? Mm-hmm. There's a there's a technique to everything, even the way you have like the coolest thing already I found was learning how to hold shears, like yeah, like scissors, which are not scissors, they're shears. They're shears, and, and you don't dye someone's hair, you color it. It's not it's not a tattoo gun. Yeah, it's a tattoo machine. <laughs> it's a machine. You don't bleach someone's hair, you highlight it. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny to me. I'm not correct. No, no, yeah. but it's cool to learn that yeah. stuff, man. But they, she said, does anyone know how to hold shears? And everyone's <laughs> like, well, no, but I mean, really, what's the difference? And then yeah. she showed you, and it's like, wow, it's super foreign. Your fingers, your finger placement's different. You're actually yeah. cutting with your thumb, not your hand, or you'll mm-hmm. develop carpal tunnel, like bad carpal tunnel. Oh, yeah, tunnel. yeah, yeah. And, and then you're supposed to be able to flip. You have to learn how to flip the, the shears into your hand and hold the comb and comb. Mm-hmm. And then when you cut, you flip to this hand and cut. 
like it's it's cool man it's, it's all and uh, what i love about it is hand hand coordination i love that kind of shit getting good with hand stuff like people who learn how to flip butterfly knives they think that shit's so fascinating right yeah the one hand pal yeah <laughs> i got news for you it's one hand doing one hand's job yes yeah and so i'm really excited to get into straight razor because i l- i've always just been fascinated with getting how to l- learn how to do it like properly mm. and that's coming up soon and then you learn how to raise your hair like you learn everything right yeah that is so fucking it's cool. It's cool, man. I just it's cool. I just want to get really fucking good. I've always work, had like know? a fascination with the hair. Uh, like I mean, if anybody knows us, my mom cut everybody's hair in our family. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, like from every family member that we've ever had yeah. has had her like cut their hair, and yeah. she's actually really good at it. Nice. like styling hair and actually like learning how to layer and yeah, do all that stuff. The whole thing you're talking about with the scissors, yeah, like she taught me how to do that stuff. Yeah. So I've always had this like fascination. So when you said you were doing it, I'm like, oh, this is so fucking cool. Yeah. Like knowing somebody's doing it. Yeah, and it is. I mean, it is cool. And like, uh, you know what? The hair, the girls' hair stuff is super cool. Like learning how to section girls' hair is just gonna make the men's stuff way easier because mm-hmm. men's way shorter. You can manage it better. Yeah. Now I'm sure with really short hair, it's trickier to maneuver it. It's a oh. lot more of eyeballing stuff for cutting it. Yeah. But even then, I'm not like worried about it. I know that if I know the concepts, I can. The connection isn't lost to me. Mm-hmm. I can take what they're explaining, what they're telling me to do, and I can apply it and then get it. It won't be like a fucking working in, working for Enbridge and having to say, do this. And it was like, I don't know what the fuck yeah. you're talking about. Wh- what? That was a tough year, man. Like, I tried. <laughs> I learned so much at that company, yeah. but I also learned a lot of stuff that I have no idea what they're talking about. Wow. Like, I just did not get it. It's, it's the concepts are just so foreign. And you know what? That's yeah. a great job for anybody. Yep. I agree. If you can get through it, if you can do it, awesome. But I just was like, nope. It was like putting a square in a circle hole for me. And uh, you teach me something, five minutes later, I wouldn't be able to do it again. Fuck, that's crazy. Whereas with this shit, uh, right away I'm doing it. And then she's like, oh, maybe change the way you structure that. I'm like, oh, okay. Like this? She's like, yep. And then I just go to it. But it's it's something, too, that you want. Like you have a desire to yeah. absorb this information. Yes, again, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a huge thing I'm yeah. learning about, too, is like, in high school, man, I wish I would have known how to control how you absorb information oh, yeah. by the way I know now. Like, the way you read stuff and the way you listen to someone talk, you don't just let your instructor sit there and talk and none of it goes in. Oh, it yeah. just hits you in the side of the head and falls to the floor. Dude, I, there, were, there were two things that I kind of got sad about when I got older that I was, that I was teaching people um, like well, with martial arts, um, like the separating things, separating – like maneuvers, yeah. Like from instead of being like grab here, throw there, you're done. It's like, well, that's not that's not how it works. Yeah, it's here, here, here for move one, here, 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 step two, and then the throw is like the ninth thing that you're gonna teach. Yeah, somebody. right. And I would I would do that and not realize that I wasn't I wasn't like sectioning information off when I was absorbing information. Oh, okay. And there were things like in school that I should have done that because I was teaching that way, but I wasn't absorbing that way. Yeah. And I'm like motherfucker. Like well, I remember when I was probably about 25 and it occurred to me. That that's what I was doing wrong, and I wasn't. I was doing myself a disservice. Yeah. Because I was teaching somebody one thing, and they explained to me how I was teaching. I'm like, yeah, that, that's the method. That's how. That's exactly what I'm trying to do for you. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god. But yeah, I but don't take information in like that. Yeah, like you, what you, a failure. If you can't figure out, that's I guess why a lot of people are the people who excel at like school and stuff. It's because they've they've figured out how to absorb that information. Oh better. yeah. Because anyone can do it, right? It just depends on what and yep. where and how and all these little factors, but. I literally remember that is I'm sitting here listening to her go over the notes and the lesson plans and all our shit and I'm like oh you're you're da- you're drifting again yep. like in your own yep. head exactly you're, and you go back to listening to her and then you retain all of that information mm-hmm. ten minutes later you have a, a brief quiz on it and you know everything yep but on the day that you decide you want to fucking flake out you're sitting there and then you do the quiz you're like I don't remember what she talked about five exactly ago. oh that, that's it's it's painful man it's painful when you know you're making those mistakes yeah and this is good because I. I want to be there. I'm glad I'm there. It's they're very everyone's so encouraging and like 
they're probably encouraging to a point. If, mm-hmm. if they're encouraging and you're progressing, they yep. keep encouraging. Exactly. As soon as you s- hit a wall because you're just not trying to, mm-hmm. then they just probably are like, you know, you really need to get better at this. I yeah, can see that's, that, that's right. And I can totally see that happening. And yeah. I'm, I, I, that's my, my point is I'm not going to let that ever happen to me while I'm there. Yeah, I'm that's that flake out. Yeah. When they see you doing it, they, it's not worth their time because yeah. there's four guys here who want to learn and a fifth guy who just doesn't give a fuck. Yep. They're, they're, they don't care. Yeah, and I want to I wanna make sure that that's like never going to come up. That's I wa- good. I want it to be like, man, you did really well. And, and like even the girls part portion, the girls hair stuff, I want them to, I want to leave knowing that I did really well at it. I didn't just get it done so I had to, so I could get out of it. Yeah. You know, because in the end, I, if I take my government exams, there's no men's government exam. It's strictly two female hair, j- hair jobs you got to do mm-hmm. to get your license. So yeah. I need to be good at it regardless. Yeah, and that's a passion, man. Like it's it's c- so cool when you find something that you're passionate about that yeah. you really you really don't want to fuck it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like just I don't know, it's it's good. It's it's a definite change for me. That's like a like a like a Buddhist thing, I think, isn't it? Like your passion in life or your your purpose in life is to find your purpose. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, it's one of those or things. Or like even just like well, I'm sure I've heard like let your passion guide you kind of thing. You know, it's a yeah, little cheesy, but it's that, true. That's cheesy, but I think like when you, it makes more sense when yeah, you find it. Yeah, but like let your purpose be finding your purpose. Yeah. Because they said a lot. Like Shane made a good point. I remember last podcast. Uh, he said, uh, "I keep I keep finishing goals and I feel like unsatisfied." It's like people that are really driven always have that issue because it's the purpose mm-hmm. of doing the purpose yeah that gives you satisfaction yeah. not the finished product the right? end result is not is not what it is yeah and i yeah. think everyone is like that i think we're supposed to be like that we yeah. just don't all know it like our purpose when we were way back in the day was to make more of us yeah exactly now we don't need that anymore now what do we do we make less of us yeah but like we're lo- <laughs> yeah but we're lost right like people yeah. don't get it you don't have a purpose when all you knew was making babies it's weird how that is almost like it's an underlying theme and everything that's why everyone's depressed because no one knows what their purpose is yeah that, that's what, or it what is. everyone says they have depression they they have no purpose they mm-hmm. don't have anything that makes them feel purposeful anymore even even when farming days in the depression you had purpose man fucking survival yeah we have to survive we need a cow we need to make sure the crops come in we need potatoes we need whatever that's like a that's like a crazy good like uh, uh, that's a crazy good thing to bring up to the idea that like the um that yeah you're not looking for what you what makes you better and that's why you're depressed it's you're not depressed you're just lazy yeah. So you're not putting in the effort to get better at being you. Yeah. And so it, and that leads to a depression. Yeah. And, and you know what? In a lot of people's cases, I'm not saying it's their fault and it's not like they can't do anything about it. But then when you make the steps to improve, then you got to start working towards those purposes because then you yeah. re- those people relapse. Mm-hmm. I mean, how, how does just taking a drug cure your depression? You know, like eventually the you're going to get to the point where you're still not finding purpose. It's going to brown some itself out of your system. Yeah. Like eventually it's like how much of this can I take? Yeah, it's like if you if the drugs get you to a point where you can search for your own like motivate you to get out of that rut. Yep. Get out of the rut and then then look for the purpose, but don't just think the drugs are what fixes you cuz yeah, it's man. not going to it's not. No, you you need to get up and start moving. Yeah. It's, it's the body's at rest. What was the one what was the one thing this old man I think it was this old uh he's a philosopher, but I think he's one of those um really ortho hardcore orthodox uh He's a, he's, he's, he's a Jewish. Jew, but he's, yeah. a, he's what's the priest? What's the Jewish priest? Rabbi. He's a rabbi. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's like a philosopher rabbi. He said, "Look at a, look at a, the lobsters. How they grow? They have to grow and bust out of their shell, and it's a very traumatic, stressful thing. Mm-hmm. Or uh, when they fight each other for dominance, the one that loses has to back off for like fifteen, twenty minutes to go away, and he he sucks and he has to try <laughs> again. Yeah, but he's got to work up the courage. He said, if you give him that drug, he'll just keep fighting and losing and fighting because he doesn't feel the failure and then the struggle to build back up. And same with the shell growth. They said." You have to feel the pain. The s- yeah, if you yeah. give him painkillers to relieve the stress of the shell growth, he won't 
it, it won't affect him the same way. He won't grow properly. Yeah. Like he's like. Uh, I see I, what you I'm, mean. I'm no, I, I well, do know what you, what you say mean. When you when you when you, I'm I'm terrible with terminology today. When you shorten well, something. We're all tired and sick, man. Fair enough. The uh, the synopsis of that is what I was saying. I'm sure there's a lot more to it than that. Like his terminology and what he's using is probably more. Extreme. No, I I know what you mean. It's more like when you. Explained. It's like it's like that's um it to, to put it in a way that's gonna sound super fucked up, but I've had it explained to me like that. Is I've met people who said they went through like a very easy childbirth. They didn't feel that same connection that they went through that war with that kid. Oh. Like me and the baby didn't go to war together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like the connection just wasn't there. Huh. I'm like I know people who are like really tight with their kids. Yeah. They went through like a fifty hour labor. Yeah, yeah. They're like me and that baby went with we went through like fucking hellfire together yeah, yeah. to get them out in this world. Yeah, yeah. I mean nothing gonna take that baby away yeah. from Yeah, and then yeah, they don't have or like like they say a lot of people said that you lose connection because of C sections now. And yeah, oh man. Because they're more efficient and they're time they save time and they're mm-hmm. safer or uh, to a degree. Yeah. They but they said now doctors just say nah C section. Straight away. Because it's just easier. They don't want to sit in, out in labor for 25 oh, hours. Man. Yeah, no, let the labor happen. Yeah. It's the same as a lobster. Like, yeah. make the pain happen. Yeah, and like, even with people, it's like, yeah, you can... Hard work pays off, right? Like, if you struggle through your work, and then you get you get the reward afterwards, then you know that, like, man, the shit I went through to get that... Well, dude, I'll tell you right now. I was taking, uh, well, I was taking anti-anxiety medication in the last six months of that job at Anchorage. Mm-hmm. I'd never taken that medication. Yeah, you were in a rough place in that job. And, and they also gave me Ativan, and man, Ativan is fucking unreal. Mm. Uh, if I, I thought the days when I would take Ativan for like, so I didn't freak out. Yeah. I thought if I need to do that to get through a twelve-hour shift at this place, why am I doing this? Yeah, <laughs> why am I doing that shift? Because so that's that's damaging. And it's not the shift that's the problem. I'm clearly not handling the shift yeah. well. I'm not blaming the job. I'm blaming myself for not connecting well with this scenario. Yeah, you w- square peg, round hole. You weren't meant to be yeah. there. So to do what this guy literally said is take a drug so that I can push through this bullshit. Yeah. And then, then what? Do I? When do you stop taking it? Because mm-hmm. you're just all. I don't know. I, I'm not addicted. An addictive person, right? But that it made made perfect sense to me. To it say it like, makes yeah, a lot of sense. If I needed a drug to go to work, then I shouldn't, I shouldn't you shouldn't go be to that. that work. Yeah, that's not and, the place and for not you. just any work. Like I, it's not like I need a drug just to go to work. No, no, you you just you're not in the place you should be. Yeah, like uh, that's that should be like a sign saying that oh hey yeah. if you need pills to go do this job, yeah, that's not the job you should be doing. Yeah. And you know what, man, I I I wouldn't say I hate bouncing, but that job has some serious uh, damaging effects, and I still go and I still tough it out. Oh yeah, and there's some rough days, and there's some times I'm like what the and you know preaching the choir man but i'm not yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> but i don't need drugs to go to that job i yeah. can find enough of my own muster well we've got the camaraderie yeah you, you know you got people there it, for me that's what it came down to like i there were times when i would be going into work thinking to myself like i fucking hate that place yeah so me much. too but i love the guys i work with there was a while when i was uh not at on the rocks but at another place um i was just probably more along the lines of having a rough time in my life anyway mm-hmm. and I, I was having panic attacks before i was going into work but i was just like okay you know it's not the job you just don't want to be around people right now and you yeah. have to deal with the fact that you have to be around people so i just sucked it up mm-hmm. but i wasn't thinking the job was causing it i was just like you're having an issue and you just need to tighten it up a little you know like you can get through it it's just another five hour shift at the bar it's fine yep. and i did i couldn't do that at anchorage there's oh no man. fucking way i could have done that man those like i yeah, so I know the difference. Oh yeah, I mean that, that if you're if you're taking anti-anxiety medication at work, like I mean there people people say things like, "Oh, I was really anxious about doing it. I, I I didn't know if I wanted to do that thing. Like I mean, I was really anxious about jumping off that thing when my feet were connected to the bungee cord. Yeah. It was, was kind of anxious. Kinda trippy. About, you take what if people would take an Ativan <laughs> to jump out of a yeah, plane? Then why are you jumping out of a plane? Why are you doing it, man? I it's took, like I took out of Ativan so I could run a 10k. Why yeah. did you? Do that? <laughs> why? 
Like, anti-anxiety medication, you've got to be in a pretty fucking brutal place to have a doctor tell you and that no I escape. recommend you taking anti-anxiety yeah. medication. And you, and you want to be there that bad, or you think that you need to be there that bad, yeah. that you are worth taking a DNA-changing yes. prescription drug <laughs> to get you to go through with whatever that is. That is like some PTSD-inducing shit. Yeah. That's fucked up, man. So anyway, on a high note, I'm in school for something that I am super pumped about. And you have I don't no need anxiety. And I have no anxiety about it. I get, like, nervous, or I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, I, I didn't get all the homework finished last night. It's like, it's fine. You can review. Yeah. And, I, dude, I'm working four nights a fucking week. I don't even get mad about that. Uh, that's, that's, like, it's going to burn me out like real bad. It's going to burn you out, but at least you're on, like, a dopamine rush because you're you're yeah. changing your life for the better. Yeah, and it's and I even thought about it. I was like, I hope my, my patience is still good at work when I'm burned out. And then yeah. it was funny. I had a really shitty tra- trip between, like, just after school and then getting to work the one night mm-hmm. because traffic was bad and it was freezing out. And nothing about school or work were, were, were the factors that caused me to be angry. <laughs> it was like the traffic sucked and the gas. I saw the gas went up and I was just fucking livid. And I'm like, I'm not even mad about school or work. Oh, <laughs> I'm not even mad about school it's or work. fucking gas and it's cold <laughs> out. <laughs> oh, fuck. It's just shitty factors. That, that's like, that's going to make you know you're in a good place. <laughs> yeah, and that's what it feels like, man. And today was even better. I was I was nervous about, because everyone's like, oh, no, we're doing air form, which is like hairstyling with like a, a hair dryer and shit. Yeah. And learning we're doing clippers for the first time today, so we're all like, oh, fuck. A lot of flat tops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, I can't. I mean, I'm going <laughs> to give me an idea. There's a lot of different kinds of haircuts I got to do before I'm out of there. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, the... It was awesome today, and I'm looking forward to tomorrow. It's going to be a lot of more practice. That's why. It's that's more, awesome. The hands-on shit is going to make me feel a lot better about it. That's really cool, man. No, I, that, that's awesome. I'm, I'm so happy that you're doing that because, like, yeah. there are very few people who, like I've always said, do you want to be 35 and making a change? Or do you want to be 85 wishing you made a change when you're yeah. 35? That's saying that you – who said it? The, you want to dead at 30, uh, buried dead at, at 25, 60? buried at 60. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, uh, that one, he's like a motivational speaker, big yeah. black guy. yeah. Just fills out a suit better than Terry Crews. Yeah. But yeah, he's like in his sixties and he looks like he's twenty five. But yeah. he's like he he had that I'll try to find it linked on Facebook where he knew lots of guys who were dead at twenty five, but they only got buried at sixty. Yeah. That's hundred like, percent, yeah. man. hundred percent. You don't want to be that guy, man. Nobody wants to be that guy. No. They they do want to be us guys because us guys are pretty great here at mm-hmm. the at BSFW podcast. Basically, are. Yeah, you are at Handsome Dan. I am. Yeah. I want to thank you for coming in today. Always, man. Every Monday, every mm-hmm. Monday you'll get uh, at Handsome Dan and at Vic Sabe. Well, except for next Monday, I have to go to a Christmas party. Oh, hey, you do that. <laughs> Forgot to tell you. It's a, staff, it's a staff Christmas party, so we'll probably I will not be there. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Are we gonna get liquored up? No. Ooh. I'm gonna I'm gonna eat dinner and leave. That's oh, good, man. <laughs> Yeah, we talk, well, that's what we talked about last week. Yeah. We talked about the idea that you don't need to go out and drink to have a good time. Yeah. Yeah, I'm always surprised by that. I'm always surprised by, like, people who tell me how they're, like, uh, not, not just because of last week, but people who say things like, oh, you know, I'm going to quit drinking for a month. Like, well, well, that that shouldn't be an issue. Yeah. I mean, you shouldn't have to tell people, like, you're, you yeah. want to pound on the Especially back. if it's only for a month. Yeah, a month ain't that bad. Shouldn't be. Fuck all. It's fucking yeah, it's a, it's a fart in the wind. It's the a, fu- as they say. It's a... <laughs> And that's, uh, I would like to ask people to like, share, and subscribe. Yeah. That's <laughs> a fart in the wind. You just turned into a farmer. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just fart in the wind, as yeah. they say. Yeah. The wind grows to the north. <laughs>